Dionisio at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. I'm Jack Swakowski. This is episode number 206, and we are reviewing the Washington Nationals at Chicago Cubs game from July 17th, 2023. Um, We got a lot to talk about here because we not only did we do the game on July 17th, but we also did the bus on the 18th and the, and the 19th. So we're kind of skipping the 206 guy for today. I hope uh, hope there wasn't anyone super notable. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to look back next week. I'm, it'd be, I'm sure there probably was with, with our luck. Um, yeah, right. We, uh, what, what I will say is that this is maybe one of our more epic episodes, just in terms of how many things happened. Uh, yeah, not only, did, not only did we have the game, but we had two other nights uh, as well. Um, we had a good arc in terms of us trying to get a player yeah. Um, and, you know, wondering if he'd finally sign for us on that third night. We had a, a return of a major character from last season. Uh, yeah. I mean, hell, like, there, there was a bunch of stuff we did yesterday that we're not even going to talk about today. We're going to save for the winner. So it's been a busy week. But, yeah, we figured we'd forego the player, uh, the 206 player, because we got so much stuff to cover. We do. So um, let's get right into it then, I guess, Jack, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So th- this was a Monday night game, um, uh, or was it a Tuesday night game? No, it was Monday, because yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday we uh, Wednesday was our last day at the bus. So it was yep. it was it supposed to be smoky? Was that one of the days where it was smoky out? Um, you know, I heard that the smoke was coming back, but it never really. I don't think it ever yeah. really. It certainly didn't like come back the way that it uh, it was uh, whenever you know, like last month or whatever it was. No, the la- the last time we went. Yeah. So um, anyway, we uh, we we both took the red line to the game from our mm-hmm. jobs and uh, uh we were on the same train we were not on the same train car but we were just we were packed in there um right. but we were able to uh, basically get there um almost by gates open so gates open at f- 5:40 for 7:10 games we probably got into the park about 5:50 so we still yeah. made pretty good time even though we we both thought we were going to be a little bit late yeah yeah it's um and just for anyone who's unfamiliar with the the train lines in chicago like it's not like these aren't like scheduled trains they just you know they come every 10 minutes or so every eight minutes during rush hour or something like that um so we just we you know and jack got on like you know i don't know like 50 blocks before me or something so (laughs) yes I, i did yeah i got on at 55th Okay, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's very odd that we you know uh, that we ended up on the same train, um, but we did. So that was that was interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, we got uh, we got to the sta- the stadium. We uh, we rushed in um, and we we got our like normal spot in the right field corner to watch BP. Um, and uh, the Nats were doing just that. They were taking BP, and um, there were a bunch of players out in the outfield shagging. Uh, shagging, shagging, shagging bag in practice. Uh, one of which was um, uh, Henry Blanco was out there. Yep. We noticed that Gary DeSarcino was out there. Yep. Um, Mason Thompson, and uh, <laughs> there was you know so it's a slew of players and coaches, um, all in like the you know batting practice uniforms, um, and and warm up gear. Uh, but there was like one guy who kind of stood out like a sore thumb, um. He was a younger guy, um, kind of athletic building, but built, but kind of short, I would say. 
Um, and he was see he he stood out because specifically he was not wearing. I mean he was he was smaller than most of these guys, so that made him stand out. But he was also just wearing just regular like gym shorts, like running shorts, and like maybe like a you know a, a workout shirt or something. I, I forget was he wearing like a windbreaker or something or like yeah just a windbreaker t-shirt? a t shirt it it definitely like when you say workout shirt it makes it seem like they had like a sleeveless shirt on that showed his muscles it's like the, you know the guy uh, he just had like on either a, either like a windbreaker or a regular shirt like you said he was smaller than the other guys he looked just like a geeky like guy like us <laughs> yeah um and so he he had a mitt and he was also shagging I think he might have had sunglasses on too yeah. Um, and we were, we were just like, we were like, who the hell is that guy? And like, you know, the fact that he did kind of stick out so much, I, I suggested that he was like, we started calling him the contest winner because <laughs> like, he seemed like a guy who won a contest to like shag BP for the nationals on the, on the road for some odd reason. But, um, but yeah, like he, it was, it was weird. You know, he might've been someone's like younger brother or like, uh, because who else? It doesn't. It makes no sense who else he could have been. I mean, I doubt it was a, con, a literal contest winner, but like, there's no explanation why this guy was out there shagging BP with, no. with the players. And he wasn't. He wasn't talking to any of the players either. No. He was like, he was like 15 yards removed from the next closest player. He was yeah. just standing out there by himself. <laughs> we, and I don't think we saw him at the bus either. Yeah, no, I don't remember. I feel like he's definitely a guy who we could have like missed. Like, I he, sure. he looked. So completely general, uh, a person. But uh, right. you, I should say, you should say, Jack. No, none of the players were talking to him <laughs> because he, he probably <laughs> would have talked to the players if they would have acknowledged him. But they weren't right. acknowledging him. So, um, so yeah. So uh, uh, that was that was pretty funny. Um, you know, I don't know. We 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 didn't get anyone during BP. Uh, yeah. We didn't get any balls. Um, we got we got snubbed by I got snubbed by Bonus, and then we you know we both got snubbed by Blanco as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't very successful. Yeah, we we didn't we weren't like a hundred percent sure about DeSarcina, um, and then Gary DeSarcina, a former like infielder, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but we were able to kind of establish that that was him. I think there was there was one person like one like. Nat's woman, like a, a fan who was like confirming a lot of the guys for us. Um, yep. So we were at least were able to like know who he was later on for the bus, which again is like half of the half of the accomplishment for going down there during BP is spotting Definitely. these guys. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So we uh. You know whatever. We 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 stood out there as long as we could. No dice. Um. So we went inside. Um. We went down under to get our scorecards. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. Like they they changed they actually changed the design of the scorecard for the first time in years. I mean, I th- Jack the whole time we've been doing the podcast, I feel like they've had the same um, design that general like kind of green design. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd have to go back and look, but it's definitely at least been the since we've been graphing. Um, yeah, uh, I, for sure. I can't quite remember what they had pre pandemic, but it, it might it might have been close to that. Uh, this is like a completely new uh, new color. It's almost like Manila. It's got like a baseball on it. Um, it's uh, it's very cool. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't well, know anything about art, Jeremy, but I, I can't yeah. quite describe the the type of art I that it is. I think I think this is Art Deco. I don't. I'm okay. not quite sure. Like it's. Yep. I think it's a little pre pop art, but it's mm-hmm. kind of cool on the back. Like they talk about the the graphic designer, which like I have to say, I I you know I know a lot about the Cubs, and I don't think I knew these people's names, or at least it never like registered with me. But yeah. there's a whole story about the shepherds dorothy and otis shepherd so they like otis shepherd basically was like philip uh wrigley's 
um, like personal graphic designer basically, and they hired him um, uh, to uh, to kind of redesign like not only like the artwork around Wrigley, but like like he did this this scorecard. He designed the scorecard and he does he like overhauled their uniforms and just like signage around the ballpark and all kinds of stuff. So. Um, and then they brought his wife uh, in as well. Um, so it's kind of there's a little story on the back. They did a little thing during the the game about it, um, and like this scorecard. Yeah, I mean it looks straight out from like the 40s or whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's like Jack said. It's a big. It's a it's a little caricature with a baseball head, and he's holding like a, a drink, ice cream bar, hot dog, and peanuts, and uh, he's wearing like a, a funny shirt and stuff. It's it's a really cool looking uh, uh, scorecard for sure. Yeah, and I, I agree, Jeremy. I had never heard anything about those people either, but they seem pretty integral to the Cubs brand as yeah. we know it today. Um, yes. So that was that was very cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, one thing about the scorecard, though, they still don't have like a little shaded <laughs> uh, line separating the starter from the reserve uh, on the Cubs side of the scorecard. So as you know, all of these renovations to the scorecard and that that still that error still stayed. Yeah, the inside the inside was the same uh, because um, we. Uh, we were hoping that maybe they would add the coaches back in as well, but um, but no right. dice. No. Um, so yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I will say I was kind of bummed because I thought maybe I missed a design because the uh, Red Sox had been in town um, mm-hmm. prior to this Nat series, which was the first series back after the All Star break. Um, but Jack, I did go. I ended up going Thursday to see the Cardinals and Cubs. And uh, it was the same design, so they're just going to change it every homestand, which um, I guess I should have realized that. Um, oh. So I assume I assume it'll be a different design a next homestand because I saw something where they were showing like the different. I think when they showed the graphic on the board, they showed like different scoreboard des- or scorecard designs. So I think yeah. next homestand they'll have a different design, so that that'll be cool. I I kind of hope I get to a, at least one game each homestand because I want to get uh, I would like to get every design. Yeah, sure. Well, we we are you know we are thinking about the Braves, so we'll uh, we'll have to, we'll have to see about that. That would be the next homestand, right? Yeah, yeah. The Na- the nice. Reds and the Braves. I mean, we might we uh, should yes. maybe try to do one of those Reds games. Honestly, yeah, but... I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no 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 promises on the Braves, folks. That one might be a little rich for our blood. Um, yeah, we might be still stuck at twenty nineteen scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so uh, so so that was great. We got the scorecards. Um, we got to our seats. We sat in left field this time, uh, which was uh, changing it up a little bit. These tickets were speaking of ticket prices, they were a little bit expensive for a month for a Monday night. Um, so you know we ended up getting them on a on a different website. Uh, oh. Sat in left field, change it up a little bit. Um, Actually, prices are, to, yeah. To talk about the tickets real quick, Jack. I um, <laughs> it's kind of a funny little side uh, sidebar, I guess. Like Jack ended up purchasing the tickets this time around. Um, Basically, like, so we got them on SeatGeek, and um, there was a code uh, that you can use if you're, like, a brand-new customer. And I had uh, exhausted my, like, abilities to, to to buy the tickets and use the code. So we had to put Jack to work to pick up these tickets. <laughs> and uh, I got to say, I was, ha- I was happy, uh, you know, when you said that you were able to get them and use the discount. Jack, I, I, I may have come across a little too... Uh, like impressed <laughs> that you got the tickets. Well, maybe I, I this... was surprised it was it was that easy. Yeah, for sure. I was like, because I think I said like Jackie Boy comes through or something like that. Yeah, I think you the said ja- the Jack Meister comes the, through. The Jack yeah. Meister, yeah, which I've never, I haven't dropped that one before. But uh, yeah. so I was like, I was almost so um, like 
pleased that, that you were able to pull it off that it almost came across as like uh patronizing maybe i thought well, but no you know what's funny is that like someone from work messaged me today like about like tick like using StubHub versus ticketmaster for mm. or, or not ticketmaster but uh, uh tick pick for yeah. something and then they're also like what other ones do you use and i told them about the seat geek discount so nice. you know okay. just just pay, paying it forward there um, yeah so there you know there you go yeah uh, use it dope SG10. If you're if you're trying to <laughs> as a as a coupon code, it's no secret. I, I just got it from Googling. So um, yeah, use that code. I wish we got some kind of kickback for doing that, but uh, but yeah. But I will say the game that I went to on Thursday, the Cardinals game with my wife. She she used the code and and got the discount too. So nice. yeah, fuck Seat Geek. We're gonna take them for all they're worth, basically. <laughs> um yeah. So we we were in a, we were in left field. Um and uh, you know we sit down. Uh, the usual pregame festivities happen, and then they get into the national anthem. And uh, uh, th- th- it was it was different um, tonight. Uh, instead of John Vincent uh, or uh, you know the other Wayne gentleman Mesmer. who sings, yeah, Wayne Mesmer. Yeah, we um, uh, we were treated to Cosine, who was a saxophone <laughs> player. He was, yeah. Um, and uh, I gotta say, uh, Cosine went on a, went off on a little tangent uh, with the uh, with the anthem because. Um, that that anthem was like fucking like it's gonna be as long as this episode what is uh gonna <laughs> end up being i think like he, it was like crazy how long it was i mean it was yeah so you know it like it was like this like kind of like uh tenor sax or whatever like uh uh anthem which like you know you could probably picture how that went he was really making a meal of it like he was really like oh, drawing yeah. it out and like i even think they cut him off at some point like because he kept re- he kind of did the home of the brave and like like after really carrying it out, and then he started noodling around on the saxophone, and I, yep. I seriously think that they like just like like uh, dipped the volume down on him. It yeah, was... he he definitely did start to improvise a little bit after that last brave. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it was it was absurd. Um, I, I, also, like folks, he spells cosine with a K. Yeah, um, it's spelled K O S I N E. That's an odd name, like. I don't know how the word cosine is is cool. It's like you're you're cosigning a lease. That's like the only or something. Well, you know, that's like the only time I I you know is I don't know, Jeremy. El- you it, around, it's algebra. Yeah. yeah, it's from algebra. There's like sine, cosine, and tangent. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That. Yeah. That makes sense too. Cosine. The the mathematical term is is co. Uh, I think it's C O S I N E. But um, again, I don't know how cool it is to name yourself as a musician after a math term, you know, like, sure. Um, you know, I'm like, uh, if I start a, a solo, uh, you know, guitar career, am I, I'm not going to be Pythagorean theorem, you know? <laughs> so anyway, all right, <laughs> there you go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, so that happened. The, 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 the anthem finally finished. We, we started the game and right off the bat, top of the first inning, um, the Nats struck first. Um, Jamer Candelario, former Cub, hit a two-run homer that I, I, I wanted to go back and watch the replay. It landed in like the exact like bottom left corner of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, like it barely got out. It just got out yeah, landed in the basket. Yeah, it landed in the in the basket, yeah. Just barely like in fair territory. And um, we were in front, at least for the first couple innings, we were sitting or in front of us um, were like four people. There, there was like two couples, I think. Like two people seemed like they were just there. And like there, the two other people um, with them were like big Nats fans. 
and like this idiot in front of us was standing up for every single hit. Like he would just shoot up in the air if the ball like flew over the infielders to land in the outfield for a base hit. He would just he was one of those guys who just stood up for every pro Nats thing that happened and it was annoying because like you're not expecting people to stand up for every single base hit. So like I would actually miss when like the ball would like land on the on the grass. Um and so when Candelario hit the homer, um they uh you know the guy stood up of course luckily it was to to our left so he didn't block me but i don't know if you noticed jack like the the little dance that his like that his like girlfriend or wife was doing did you, know, you I notice didn't that? see it yeah it was just this like little goofy dance like she was pretty basically sitting in her seat but she had both arms in the air and was like kind of like shimmying back and forth like with this this little like celebra- celebration dance and uh it was yeah it was it was pretty lame um and like luckily they got up at some point and then they ended up switching seats um but uh but yeah they were just they were selling out for every little thing that the Nats did so um I'm glad that they you know they scored two in the first and then they were they didn't score in the second and third so it it kind of like calmed down a little bit but uh they were definitely annoying and I'm glad that they moved yeah, no, for, for sure, uh, and especially getting that excited over a team that was almost 20 games under 500. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think you could maybe read the room. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, the AI thing was also pretty good tonight, the AI drawing. Uh, yeah. I think that the – so the kid um, – the, the, what the questions they asked the kid is, what is your favorite story? And he said Humpty Dumpty, okay. which is which is kind of an odd answer for a, for a I, kid in the year 2023 to get. <laughs> I was trying to remember um, what what led him to the term Humpty Dump to, to yeah. Humpty Dumpty. So yeah, and again, this is the high chew artificial intelligence like art generator with the kids. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, the thing that the floppy hat guy was was very against. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we they also so they ask him his favorite story. He says Humpty Dumpty. They also ask him what his least favorite food is, yeah. and he said hot dogs. Uh, and like, who who doesn't like hot dogs? I know. Uh, or who who would say that it's their least favorite food? What kid, especially? I mean, yes. yeah. As an adult, maybe you like you look at the ingredients and you're like, well, I don't I don't think I'm gonna eat any more hot dogs. But like, as a little kid, that's a whole thing. Is like, you just give a little kid a hot dog and like slather it in ketchup and like you know just they're they're happy you know but this kid i i think i said to you i'm like geez i hate to be that kid's parent because like what does he eat like you know like fucking like lobster thermidor or something like (laughs) like, it's like like, i don't eat hot dogs they're too like gross like okay well fucking steak for you then i guess and i'll eat the hot dogs yeah yeah what do you have a least favorite food (laughs) um I have food that I don't eat. I don't really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, actually, actually, at this point, there's not too much. I don't eat bananas. So like, or sure. a, I'll say eggs, eggs. I, yeah, you I, don't eat eggs. Yeah. yeah. So eggs yeah. or bananas, anything yellow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like steak. I've never been a big steak guy. So, Do, you know, I would Jack, I would, I would gladly take a good burger over a steak any day. Yeah, yeah, steak honest. is a, a little dry for me. So we we can give our you know we can give our hundred hundred dollar steaks at Gibson's to this kid, and yeah. we'll we'll have a couple burgers. For yeah, sure. exactly. Uh, um, the drawing though, I wonder if there's some archive where like Hai Chu keeps all of these because I, right. I would be interested in in looking at some of these. Yeah. But the 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 drawing that they did for this one was really creepy. Yeah. Like yeah. it was. Uh, I I can't even describe it. But if you could imagine uh, an amalgamation of like Cubs, Humpty Dumpty, and uh, hot dogs, that's what it, it what what it was. Like, yeah. Yeah. It 
it kind of I forgot what because the, the the again the, the truly mind boggling thing about this this whole AI thing is like they pick an art style that is like completely like art like school related like that like a, a college level art student would be learning. So like they use like the Dadaist movement or like uh, impressionist or you know surrealism or whatever. So I actually I I, I almost want to say this like, and I know a little bit about art but not a lot. But like, I mean it kind of looked Dali esque this 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 painting or whatever. But it was like this big creepy Humpty Dumpty with like rosy red cheeks with a bunch of like half eaten or like half bitten hot dogs around him. Yeah, and, and was, like it had one big hot dog as a staff. Oh, did it? Yeah, jeez. I think so. Is, Sal- um, is Salvador Dali the one who had the um, like the melting clocks or whatever yes, they were? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It did look a little like that. Yeah, yeah. Or like Magritte or something. It was another surrealist. Um, he might have been Dadaist. I can't remember, but uh, I think he's surrealist. But um, but yeah. So like stuff like that. Uh, and like he was wearing a Cubs hat also because they yes. like they worked <laughs> the Cubs into the design. And so like yeah, they showed it on the board, and then the kid was, and then then they showed the kid holding it, and it's like. Yeah. He said the hot dogs were his least favorite. So, like, why would he want uh, something with hot dogs in it when they're his least favorite food? It was just like I don't understand the like the way they generate or like do this this artwork thing. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, but the the funny thing about it was that Jack was saying like out loud, he's like, "Ugh, like that's just disturbing looking or whatever." Yeah. And uh, the people in front of us, like the two other people, not the Nats fans, but the two other people, they kind of chimed in and they were actually. They were actually like kind of ripping it the same way we were. Sure. Um, I actually think Jack, that's the first time in the history of the podcast that anyone else kind of jumped in on us shitting on like part of the broad, <laughs> the game day broadcast. I think. Yeah, you're probably right, um, and man, but like that that picture is gonna give that kid nightmares if he keeps it. Like I want to freaking shred that thing. Yeah, he probably. I I have to imagine it was crumpled up in like a Wrigley Field garbage can, like you know, by the seventh inning or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, I was saying like out loud, I'm like, those are his least favorite. And like the people in front were like, yeah, right. He hates the hot dogs. Like, you know, <laughs> so like, it was kind of funny. We were like, kind of like ripping it along with these people. But, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I will say though, like I'm kind of developing like an odd fascination with, with this whole thing now. And like, same, just like, I, I, I agree. I would like to see a gallery of these art, of these drawings and like, uh, you know, like, um, just, just kind of like be able to reference them, I guess, basically. But yeah. Yeah, no, it is, uh, it is fascinating to see what drawing they come up with. So who knows? I guess maybe we're converts. Um, (laughs) okay. So, uh, about halfway through the game, um, all of a sudden there was just a bunch of commotion behind us. Uh, you know, we were just, it was the middle of the game. There was a vendor walking through the uh, walking through the aisle, mm-hmm. um, and and then uh, and you know so we were about halfway up the upper deck, if not a little bit more, in the four hundred level. So like we were way up there. Yeah. But the, so the guy behind behind us starts just yelling at the vendor, who's you know probably 15, 20 yards down from him. Yeah. Um, just starts yelling like it's it's just bedlam all of a sudden, uh, just apropos of nothing, and then uh, the guy got the vendor didn't like want to come up cause he was going somewhere and it was, it was a long hike up there. So then the guy just keeps yelling at me. He goes, Hey, like get your ass over here. Uh, yeah. and th- that was the start of kind of a tense, like 10 minutes. Yeah. He, he called for one vendor and like the vendor, like just walked away and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, come back here, come back here. And like, uh, and like 
Then then another vendor came by and they actually did come up and sell him a beer. It was a, it was a woman, and it, it was definitely uncomfortable. Like because then he started like he first of all he handed the woman like a twenty dollar bill, and um she's like oh we don't take cash anymore. And like he said something, and she said something, and then like she's like, "Oh, thank you so much, thank you." And he just like I think he just said like, "We'll just keep the twenty or something," which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, this this guy was really drunk. He was like yes. scary looking drunk. Like, like he looked like he was gonna like lash out at, at someone just for like looking at him the wrong way, basically, right. and, or fall down on his face at best, if not fall down on us, because he was in the row behind us and he was standing up, and. So with this female beer vendor, it was definitely getting creepy. And like he 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 got his beer, he paid for it, and then he he said to the lady, he's like, "Hey hey, I like your glasses. You know, I, I, can I, I I want them? Can I have them?" And she's like, and the woman goes like, "Um, I suppose so." And he just like took them off her like hat, and then she's like, "It is getting that time, you know, it is getting dark or something. It's, it's that time of night or something." which doesn't make sense but she he, then he like took him and he like put him on for a second and just she let him keep him it was just really weird like before before he left though he said something to her like he kind of like went to her ear and whispered something to her or said something to her ear and the woman goes like no like that and just like walks away and like it seemed to me like it looked like he was going to kiss her and it was just really weird like he i think he probably said something inappropriate to her and then she walked away. Then he scarily kind of like walked past two people in his aisle and in his row and then sat down. And like he then he had the sunglasses in his back pocket. Um, but like it looked like he was going to tip over. And then it looked like he was going to drop his beer on us. Um, and we have like our, our cards with us and stuff. So like so then he sits down and he's just like sitting there drinking his beer and he also had a beer bat with like a slushy in it i guess you can get those beer bats now with with like slushies yeah. in them and like he was trying to like he gave it to like a guy behind him like he asked him if he wanted a sip or whatever and the guy said like no 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 and um yeah like he he like was just sitting there and like he was talking to the people next to him and uh it was um yeah it was it was it was weird um at some point, uh, he called over one of the raffle ticket guys, and the raffle ticket person came up and started like kind of like walking towards him to sell him raffle tickets. And the guy pulls out like a twenty, and he's holding like a twenty in his hand. And uh, the guy goes like, "Oh, sorry, we don't, you know, no cash, uh, only card." And he's like, and he kind of shrugs, and he's like, "Well, no, then no, you know, like no." And then he's like, and then the guy goes like, "No, well, forget it then." And he's like, "You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Don't even look at me." and uh and like the 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 beer the the ticket guy like left and like you know it's like the guy wasn't joking like he was like seriously like saying like get out of here like you're dead to me and uh and like yeah it was definitely uncomfortable no it it was and you know yeah you you said he did have the bat he also had like his other beer with him but like with that bat thing like where's that chick who who was like had that bat and she was like you shall not pass like where where's (laughs) that chick where's that chick when you when you need her um but uh but yeah at at some point so yeah you know it was definitely a worrisome thing like it, it felt like he was gonna start some shit with somebody in the section uh he was you know he was leaning, uh, like in his chair, drunk, like, like leaning all the way back. Um, yeah, the guy was just a mess. And, and finally he gets up to leave. Maybe he could just, the, 
everybody wanting him out of the section must have just been palpable. Uh, and he was by himself. So eventually he just randomly goes up to leave. He leaves his beer bat, like, he offers the, the guy behind him, who I think he had offered a sip. Like, he yeah. was just like, hey, could you, could you like, you know, watch this or whatever? And I think, again, I think the guy refused. So eventually he just left his, like, beer, uh, her slushy thing there. Yeah. And then he go he goes down the stairs. And we, we have talked many a time about how these are treacherous stairs, like <laughs> yeah. going up the upper deck. Really yeah. thought that the guy was going to fall. And he almost did. I think he recovered and made it into almost like a dance move. Yeah. But then he gets to the bottom of the stairs. And then he does this. Folks, if you watch professional wrestling, you might know what I'm talking about. But, you know, how s- sometimes a wrestler will, like, get in the ring and then they'll do some sort of dance where they'll, like, spread their arms out. Um that was what he did. He like he yeah. got to the bottom of the stairs. He spun around. He did a little dance, and then like he, he pointed forward and then walked away. Yeah, he kind of like hopped. He kind of like did like a hop, and then he landed like squarely on his like two feet, like flat, like he was yeah. ready, like in a in a fight pose, and then kind of like pivoted like in a one eighty, pointed forward, and then just like walked away. Yeah, <laughs> it's like really yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, this this guy had problems though, man. Like. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I feel like he's like he was descending into mental illness or or something. He, it was just not a bad, not a bad, uh, or it's a bad scene. He was like blindly drunk, and it, it was it was scary. And like I, I did want to like as the that female beer vendor was coming up to him, I kind of wanted to do like I was trying, I was thinking about doing like the throat slash to her, like sure. don't serve this fucking guy. But like I, if he would have seen me, he would have fucking grabbed me, and like I, I didn't want to get into a fight. Um, yeah, but like. It's like for the sake of everyone in the section, like he needed to be definitely cut off, if not like kicked out of the park. So, no, for sure. And he, yeah. he definitely made some kind of lewd comment at that beer vendor. I, I don't know if it was uh, just like a Joe Namath, like, I want to kiss you. Like, I, I don't know what it was, but <laughs> yeah. you're right when you said she was mad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She cut it off and was like, nope, and then got out of there. But uh, yeah. But yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, um, uh, the game uh, kind of progressed on. The 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 uh, Nationals ended up uh, beating the Cubs um, seven to five. Yep. Um, the Cubs kind of tried to come back a couple times and just couldn't couldn't keep the Nats down and eventually lost the game. It's uh, Mackenzie Gore started the game, which was cool to see, but um, he made it through like five innings pretty pretty handily. Um, at least I would say he, he had a quality start going. Uh, through, actually, through six innings, he had a quality start going, and um, uh, uh, Dave Martinez insisted to bring him out for the seventh, and uh, he gave ended up giving up two more runs, and um, you know, getting the Cubs right back into the game. Um, but they would eventually hold on to win. Uh, the Cubs would then win the rest of the series. So I, I attended the only game the Cubs lost to the Nats. Which is the same thing that happened for the Cardinals series too, but uh, I guess if they're going to take two of three or three of four, I'll 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 take one for the team. But uh, you know, Jeremy, but yeah. I was going to say you uh, you mentioned we didn't get any autographs, but did, didn't you get uh, the the autograph of the guy who closed the game for the Nats? Yeah, I guess that's true. That is true, Jack. Um, yeah, pregame, I did get uh, Kyle Finnegan. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, we weren't getting anybody. I guess the coaches didn't come by. But uh, yeah, right as um, right as they were kind of coming off um, for the end of BP, I called for Finnegan, and Finnegan did come over and sign for me and and some other people. So yeah, you're right, Jack. I, I forgot about that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just I didn't have his card, but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. He's uh, it seems like he's doing well this year. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the the game anyway. Uh, yeah, like Jeremy said, Davey Martinez kind of tried to let the Cubs back in it, but um, you know, it just it just didn't happen. We, uh, I, I so, want to yeah, say we, real quick before we move yeah. on, like um, we saw uh, Ian Happ hit a homer, which tied him yeah. for uh, the Rain Delay Theater uh, lead in homers. Oh um, wow! Yoan Moncada was still hanging on with six homers, but uh, Jesus. Hap tied him. Hap is by leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else in any other statistical category, but he sure. tied in homers. But that homer he hit was crazy. It was like a line drive. It was yep. kind of like a Mike Stan- or a Giancarlo Stanton esque homer where it barely got off the ground and it cleared the. It was like super hit, super fast, but super low and and cleared the um, the fence. It actually hit off of the wall, like the top of the cement, but or the brick, but over the basket and like flew back onto the field, but it was clearly a homer. Um, yeah. it, was, it was cool to see in person. It was. And yeah, we, we saw him hit it from the right side of the plate too, which was, which was interesting. So, uh, yeah, that was a cool one. And, uh, man, I can't believe you on Moncada, uh, is still <laughs> in the league. Cause I feel like we haven't seen him play in like, you know, at least a year. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I can't, I don't think I can remember a single one of those homers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, okay. So yeah, we, um, you know, the game ended, and we, uh, we knew we had to get down to the bus. We were not anticipating a lot of people being at the bus because the Nats don't really have any superstars. They have a lot of guys who are on our radar, but not really anybody who would, uh, you know, cause there to be 200 people at the bus. So right. we got down there, um, and yeah, the, the, it was a modest uh, crowd. I think we were the first ones down there, and we saw our buddy Chris was there as well. Um, mm-hmm. So we were the first three. A few other people trickled over. Um, well, I would say maybe there were about 15 other people there. But uh, sure enough, after a couple minutes, who should come back but uh, Nationals kid, who shall here be uh, here 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 forth be known as Nats Pud, because <laughs> this kid this kid was terrible, man. He was a miserable person to be around. Yeah. Um, I don't remember him being this bad last year, but I think that's just because he was a year younger. So he's had a whole year to just get like more selfish and more shitty. Uh, and become more of a man child. I feel like last year he was just he still seemed like a kid, so like yeah. his his just his cluelessness was excusable. But uh, this year he'd clearly like progressed a little bit more through puberty and uh, <laughs> yeah, this the kid sucks. Yeah, and it's it's it, it's actually funny like because like we called him Nat's Pud before we found out how old he was, which would yep. come up um, not in this game but the next day. Um, we would find out how old he is. I guess we should just say it right now. But yeah. he, he's 17 years old, which like yep. it's it's kind of funny. I almost feel like well, I'll say this: on a normal and non, under normal circumstances, I would maybe feel like maybe we shouldn't like we should be a little easier on the kid if he's 17 years old because he's still a kid. But like this kid sucks, and like he's plenty. He's definitely old enough to not be acting the way he is. I mean, yes, I'm sure he's gonna like. Well, I'm not sure, but I would hope that he would like grow up a little bit and get better. But he he was horrible and insufferable, and um, we'll 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 lay it all out um, over the next three days. But um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, it's it's also funny to think of like a, like a seventeen year old kid being like a pud. <laughs> but yeah. like, but you know, I yeah, I definitely you know we need a like that's a good name for him. Um, yes. And honestly, this first thing that he did is what justifies. I think that's what like justify cuz we didn't call him Nats Pud right away. No, um, we 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 didn't. We were just calling him Nationals kid, but uh th- this first thing kind of changed the game a little bit. Yeah. Uh what what happened was Jeremy and I were in uh the catbird seat, but actually just to Jeremy's left, so I guess maybe the most prime position depending on how you look at it. 
yeah. um, was like a mom and a, a little kid, you know, like just a, a very little kid, like maybe eight years old. Yeah, just young, wanted autographs. A young girl um, too, I think it was a girl. Oh, it was it was a girl. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite see, but it, yeah. Anyway, it was just a little kid, and so at at one point. Uh, I don't know if they kind of backed off or whatever, but yeah. like we weren't going to take their space. The, but then uh, Nat's pud just goes in front of them and like uses his big fucking body because you know he's a big tall kid too, and like he he doesn't look like he's ever his body has ever been inside of a gym. So like you know, um, he, like he just used his big bulk to like to like just ace these people out of their not, out of their good spot. Yeah, basically, like so. Yeah, there was like there was like um like a person's like a person's body length to my left because yeah I honestly we're better off being a couple people off the the wall because we, we are we because are. it's a it's a it's a tough sight line and it's a little harder for the players maybe to see you right when they come out so it's better to be a little further down the, on the sidewalk so I they agree. were right up against the the wall and the girl was in front and the mom was behind her and like they weren't really like jockeying for like rail space cuz it actually didn't seem like you really needed to um, no. given the, the turnout but and this Nats kid showed up, the Nats pud showed up and was standing behind us talking to us, and the the, the the little girl like just turned around to talk to her mom and took like a step away from the railing, and he and the kid and Nats pud just swooped right in there and got yeah. on the railing, and the mom said to him like, um, "Excuse me, my 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 daughter was standing there," and he's like, "Well, he's like, well, well, I'm here now, you know, I I just I I got up here, and so you know I you know I I should be up here, I I, I got the spot." And then they kind of went back and forth and like the mom was like, well, we were here like, you know, you're going to push in front of this little girl. And then the kid just basically was just saying like, well, 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 whatever. I watch all the games. I watch every pitch. So I deserve to be up here. Yes. And that, that and, is almost verbatim what he said. Yeah. And the mom was like, oh, really? OK, so that's that's what you're going to say. That's that's how you feel like because she kind of had nothing else to say. Yeah. And because uh, it was just so brazen that this kid would just like say that, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I I think Jeremy. One of the reasons she was taken aback too is that the kid was like obviously old enough to know better than to do that. Yeah. Um, like to have any sense of decorum, you can't just push in front of a little kid who's trying to get an autograph to try to try to get an autograph. That's that's absurd. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I mean, not only did she have nothing to say, but like they're. There's nothing to say that other than like really heightening it to the next level and like insulting this kid personally. <laughs> um, and I, I think that if this had happened on the second night, like we would have given it back to this kid and been like, hey, kid, like back off and let that let that little kid get in there. Um, yeah. But we because we, we were at, at when it, when we got to the second night, like we were definitely we were definitely basically at that point where we were insulting him to his face. Yes. But like, uh, yeah, we weren't we weren't there yet. So we couldn't like help <laughs> this lady. Yeah. So yeah, and again, we were, at some point we're just trying to like keep our situation under control. So yes. we, you know, so we don't get messed up. But, um, but yeah. So and this kid just so like you know, and then he was just moving around anyway. I don't even remember what how that situation ended up resolving itself. But the kid was moving around and like, um, coming and talking to us and talking to Chris. Chris, uh, well, I, I won't speak for Chris, but uh, he had his thoughts about. Uh, Nat's pud, uh, anyway, but, um, and we kind of were thinking maybe it was just more harmless, but, um, you know, we, we would find out, um, the full brunt of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was like talking to us and I mean, this was the beginning of him being annoying. This is another one of those situations where it's like, I can't fully like encapsulate just how annoying he was and how just like fucking like invading personal space he was. But like, 
he would basically ask us these stupid questions like do you know um do you know who he is like do you know like it, like yep. Dave Martinez do you know who he is like stuff like that he didn't say Dave Martinez specifically but it's like yeah dude we know who Dave Martinez is and it's like yeah you fucking little fucking twerp like I knew him as a player on the Cubs I definitely know who he is like you don't have to ask yeah. me that and he was like so actually what he did was like he asked and I think he asked us this last year too he's like do you sell do you sell and like yep. he and he would do this thing and I thought maybe it was just kind of like quirky what he was doing at first um, but he was like and he would have his, his sharpie in his hand which we should also mention he was getting a baseball signed um, with Sharpie again, which he did last yep. year. I think last year he had the silver Sharpie, if I remember correctly. He did. He did. On a white ball. Yeah. And so this year he was getting a, a black Sharpie um, on the ball, which you're not supposed to do because it'll bleed. Um, and he um, he was, like, saying, like, do you sell? And, but he wouldn't just ask us. He was, he was asking us all individually, even though we're all standing right next to each other. So yep. he would. So at what he was doing was like, as he was saying, like, would do sell. He took his sharpie and like, kind of like poked it like in our face, like kind of like right in our face. He's like, do you sell? And he would like kind of get in our face and point the sharpie in our face and and ask us that. And he did that to all three of us. And I'm like, I, and eventually I think he maybe asked me last. And I'm like, hey man, like watch it with the sharpie, man. Like you know, get that sharpie on my face. And I was doing it. I was doing it with a grin. I was doing it kind of funny, but yeah. Um, and then he was like, what, what, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, he like, didn't, he wasn't aware that he was doing it. And like, and then like Chris, uh, goes like, yeah, man, you're like an autograph cop. Um, you know, like, <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? And like, um, I'm like, yeah, you're like interrogating us or something. And, um, it's, yep. it's the, I think that the troubling thing was that he didn't even know that he was doing it. No. And something I, I will disagree with. Cause, cause the kid was like, yeah, yeah, they, these guys 100% think you're sellers. Uh, and by these guys, he, he meant the players. Um, uh, but I, I would I would disagree with that a little bit. Like, I don't think Davey Martinez, like, w- when we waited an hour and a half after the game for him, like, I don't think he thinks we're sellers if we want one autograph from him. Like, right. you know, maybe if we had eight in a book for him, but, like, not, you know, not one. Um, come on, man. These these guys know that, like, you know, if you're just getting one and you're waiting all this time, you're probably not going to try to sell it, especially a guy like Gary DeSarcina. No, nobody's trying to buy Gary DeSarcina autographs. Yeah, um, I would think so. Yeah, I would think that they know that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, all they have to do is see, like, I, I'm a little self-conscious about having the book because sure. I have, like, six cards laid out on, per page. And so, like, maybe from a distance, the player might think that they're all of his. And there's guys who, like, go to sign a second card and then they realize I just have the one. But, like, you know, I think sometimes guys will look at my book as they're coming towards me and see that, you know, there's only one card of of the guy. And so, like, at that definitely at that point, they know that I'm not, like, fucking trying to, like, rack these guys, which is what it's called when you get, like, multiples signed by a guy. I'm not trying to rack, like, with these guys. I just want (laughs) one, you know? Nice. Yeah. I always, I always love learning these new terms. Um, yeah. So, so that was, that was uh, crap. And, and he, he would continue to do the Sharpie thing the next night. Um, and yeah, he totally did the thing where he's like, yeah, do you know who that is? We got a couple of good ones from Tuesday as well. Um, at, at one point too, the trainer came out and, uh, the kid was just in awe of this trainer. He was like, yeah, best, best trainer in baseball, best trainer in baseball. And then yeah. Chris, um, was like, yeah, he, uh, he did a great job with Strasburg. <laughs> Which is just uh, that's that's just the comment, like yeah. right there. Um, that that you know the, he ended the he ended the thread as they would say in Reddit. Like that's just it's that that's it. So 
um, close it down. That's great. And that, he had a good point too. It's like they had a generational pitcher and they couldn't they couldn't keep the guy in the field. Now, sure, maybe that's nobody's fault, but um, you know, it is it is what it is. Yeah, no, that was that was definitely the kill shot. And like, um, I I I thought about that afterwards, and I I didn't even realize that Chris said that. Um, but it was perfectly set up or perfectly summarized yes. for sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, to get away from this this uh, horrible kid for a moment, uh, we did get some graphs, um, some pretty good ones. Um, the first night we got uh, Tim Bogar and Darnell Coles. They both kind of came out around the same time. Well, um, Cole, uh, Bogar came out a little first, and then Coles came out. But yeah. in both instances, we asked the guys if they could sign, and they uh, they were like, "Yeah, one second. So they went and put their stuff on the bus, and they came back out and they signed. So they were super cool. Yeah, for sure. I will say, um, <clears throat> uh, what do you call it? Uh, you yeah, you got Bogars this time. This was a this was an interesting dynamic here because. I got a lot of these coaches and players last year on cards um, before Jack had like um, started doing cards. So he, I think he got a lot of these guys on a scorecard last year. Yeah. So we were trying to get him. Uh, Jack was trying to get him on cards this year, and some of the, some of these guys I didn't need. Um, so I didn't get Bogar again. I did want Coles again because uh, I think I got Coles on a Tigers card last year, and I yep. had like a cool Mariners card that I wanted to get him on. So so yeah, I got him um, on that. Uh, I also got Kevin Franzen, um, who's their uh, color guy. Um, yep. So did yeah. So did I. Yeah, I got Franzen too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was in that was instant ink. I that think. was an instant ink. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hooked it up with Franzen. I I actually had him sign two cards because I couldn't decide. I had his rookie card on the Giants, and then I had a Nats card, um, and he signed them both. Uh, I asked him to sign the Nats card first, and he just went and signed them both. So that was cool. Nice. Um. But yeah, that's cool that Bogar and uh, Coles came back off the bus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bo- Bogart's got a nice signature too. It was a, that was a good one to get. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was happy with it. Uh, so, um, and then like, so I did try to go to like a card shop the like the day before, a couple days before, to to get some singles of some of these guys. Um, and I was looking for this Jim Hickey card. It was too late for me to order it. Um, but he has a card in in two thousand nine Heritage as a as the pitching coach of the Rays and uh, I was really hoping to find that card because I, I I'd like to get Jim Hickey he's a you know he's a pretty well accomplished pitching coach in the majors and was with the Cubs for a couple seasons um, but he didn't um, he didn't uh, I could they didn't have that card so I ended up not having a card for him so I kind of made the decision as he came out to get him on uh, one of those blank uh, baseball cards uh, signature cards so um, we called him over and um and he did sign for me. Um, he signed for Jack on his scorecard. Do you want to talk about that, yeah. Jack? Yeah, absolutely. First, I will say it was it was funny when Hickey came out. Uh, he he, yeah. he looked around and he went, "What the fuck?" Like <laughs> he, he was, was obviously confused about something or was looking for somebody. Yeah, um, yeah. He he yeah. He came out and was just like looking around. Like um, he had like a bag with him, but like he was like definitely looking for somebody um and he ended up meeting with up meeting up with them later so i pretty sure it was a person he was looking for but but yeah we did call him over after he, we gave him like a beat to like kind of like get his bearings because we knew he was like looking for something so eventually we called him over he came over and like yeah i signed jack's scorecard yeah and this is probably the best autograph i've ever gotten on a scorecard first of all he's got a very nice legible looking signature yeah. uh but he looks at the scorecard and he there, there was nobody else that signed it and he goes are a bunch of other people going to be signing this? 
And I, I, uh, I said, no, nah, I, I think it, it's just going to be you. And he went, oh, God. Like, it was like <laughs> yeah. as if it was too much pressure yeah. for just him to sign it. Yeah. Um, but he signed it at, like, the top of the head of that baseball. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it's just, like, good placement. Uh, it looks it looks really neat, uh, but but also just like his humility and like uh, like self consciousness about being the only person to sign this was was funny. So that was that was cool. He was a nice guy. It, it was yeah that was yeah it was pretty funny. And then like as he asked uh, Jack like am I the only guy who's going to be signing this? I I said to him knowing that Dave Martinez turned us down last year. I said <laughs> like I'm like well maybe if Dave will sign. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes like. He goes like, oh, yeah, he might, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. he doesn't know what Dave Martinez's signing habits are, and that was kind of my little way of maybe like if Martinez came out right after that, he'd be like, hey, Dave, come over here. These guys want your autograph. But yeah, uh, right. So I was just throwing it out there. Um, and uh, so so he signed for us. He signed my 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 card, and um, he signed for these little kids who were next to us, and. Um, they were basically like it was like I think it was like two kids and like a mom basically or they yeah. were part of a bigger group, but the mom was like totally flirting with Jim Hickey, so she oh, yeah. she said like she said like you look good in your jeans, um and then she said like uh and then she's like uh, you know I, I she said something after that I forgot what she said but she like kind of like walked it back a little bit or tried to not be too like thirsty basically, sure um, but you heard some other stuff too Jack right. Yeah, well, it, it was mainly that. Uh, it, okay. it was different variations of her telling him he looked good in his jeans. Yeah. Oh, I, did he? Did he give any? Like, did he respond to that at all? I don't like, think so. I don't think so. Nah, I, I agree. I, he didn't really seem to give any response to it. It was. It was very. very it was very weird. Um, and like, yeah, I, I'll say too. Like Jim Hickey, like he doesn't look like a big guy um, on TV, but like his, he's got like his forearms are like the size of trees, tree trunks too. Yeah. Which was which was strange. So I, you know, I don't know. Um, and then uh, he he told the kids he was like, "Yeah, you guys are weirdos." I forget what they I forget what they said to him. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't know. They they took a picture with him and they got his autograph. And then as he was walking away, I don't even know if he said it to the kid. He just kind of said, I think he said it like audibly so they could hear it. But I I almost think his back was turned when he said it. But he's like, "You guys are weirdos," and like just like walked away. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. It's just. It didn't seem like he's the kind of guy who would say that, like, yeah. use the word weirdo. Weirdo's a funny word, and, like, he seemed, like, just too much of a jock guy to use that. But he actually, he seems to, he must have some sort of sense of humor to him, so that's that's cool. Absolutely, and I, I'm sure he'll have a job somewhere next year, if not if not in Washington, then somewhere. And, uh, uh, yeah, we, we should both get that, that heritage card for him to sign, because he, yeah. he, he would totally do it, and he, he's a guy who interacts. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, we, we come to the most devastating part of the evening, uh, for me at least. So I had a Ricky bonus Brewers card. Um, and so I, I called bonus over and then, uh, he signed for me and, you know, I, I said to him, I was like, oh man, I was a big fan of yours when you were on the Brewers, you know, which is true enough. Like he was the first all-star, uh, I remember for the Brewers. I think he made the all-star team in 1995. Um, and so anyway, uh, so he signs for me. And then Chris is right next to me. Jeremy, you weren't trying to get bonus because you got him last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris was right next to me, and Chris had a bonus card too. And he he asked he asked bonus for one, and bonus bonus signed for him too. But bonus like bonus wanted to use my binder as something to write on to sign Chris's card. Mm-hmm. And some somewhere in the exchange, he must have smudged mine with his hand. And like so, he signs Chris's. 
and I didn't see it at first. And so like I, you know, bonus like turns to leave and I look down and it's his autograph is just horribly smudged on my card. Like, and I, I think I, I think I went, uh, I think my exact words are, oh man, that's, that's rough. That's rough. And then fucking Nat's putt is like, yeah, did you say that was rough? And like, I don't think I even fucking acknowledge him. It's like, kid, you're the fucking last person I want to see right now. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, 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 an unfortunate uh, thing with how Bonus wanted to sign that. And like, I just, I think I was, I was taken aback. And I guess I didn't, I either didn't pull my card back right away or like either that or there was just no way it could have been prevented because it happened so fast. Uh, and I realized after all this happened that I never actually saw his autograph on my on my card. It's almost like when you lost the Morel thing, where it's like you don't remember actually ever even like really looking at the card. Yeah. I don't re- I don't remember ever like actually seeing seeing the autograph on the card. The like only it, thing I remember is it being smudged. Yeah. Uh, like you didn't get to enjoy it in its pristine shape even for no. like two seconds. And yeah. maybe that's for the best because it wasn't to be anyway. But. Uh, you know, I, I, I was so devastated that, like, as we... Because, like, the, the night kind of wrapped up after that as far as the Nats were concerned. Um, and I was just, like, I was so devastated that, like, there was a sewer nearby and I just put the card down the sewer. <laughs> um, and then, Jeremy, did you, 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 you were commenting on it. You are like, did you just put that card down the sewer? I was like, yeah. It's probably next to that Humpty Dumpty drawing, you know? Like, <laughs> little little did I think when I bought that bonus card that it would, it would end up in the fucking sewer only to be like covered up by dennis's shoe one day or something you know so like yeah well, uh it was it was just it was devastating but you know that that stuff happens when you're going to try to graph you you get 100 autographs and one of them is probably going to get ruined somehow well that's that's what i was saying and it's an interesting you bring up dennis uh because i i i kind of threw i kind of i kind of threw threw you a little bit of a, a, a static because i you know i we we had this conversation before after the india uh, autograph but like right you know I, I, it is true. Like the amount of autographs we're, we've gotten, even just in this two year period or whatever, like, you know, thing shit's going to happen. Um, I got the, the pitcher, the starting pitcher of the Beloit sky carp that I got at that game. He, he put his thumb right in the middle of that autograph, but <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I, 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 I think I said it, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but like, you know, obviously it's it's not ideal. Um, my my uh, Ed Cape got got smudged too um, that night, but uh, you know it's it it's it's it comes with the turf. Um, I said that like at least like the player smudged it because like sure that's a little bit of like um, there <laughs> still it's like a bit of like an interaction <laughs> with the with the card in that sense. But, um, but yeah, so I, I think I said to Jack, I'm like, come on, man. Like, you know, it's going to happen. And then I said, and I said like in the heat of the moment, I'm like, man, you're turning into the gray grapher. <laughs> like, um, yeah. There's, there's no telling what he did with that Kevin Newman card, you know? <laughs> right. And I did say to Jack, I said, um, man, it's going to happen again, Jack. It's going to happen plenty more times. And then you said, well, plenty more cards are going to end up in the sewer then. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I did say that. I was going to quote that if you didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. So, so yeah, it uh, so it was kind of funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it's uh, it sure was a bummer. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I've kept all the ones that were that were bad before, but it was like that. That one was just so like gut wrenching. Just because yeah. bonus was like one of the one like the guys that I really wanted because I really remembered him from when I was a kid. So I was yeah. just like, I'm not gonna be able to even look at this card. <laughs> um, 
you know, and hey, it, I mean, you know, the thing cost me a dollar on eBay. So, like like you said, like, if he has a job next year, um, you know, he'll probably sign again. Yeah. No, he did not. He didn't sign the, the next two nights, uh, although I do feel like maybe he remembered us. So, I, I don't know. But, you know, it, dev- devastating. But, yeah, unfortunately, you know, it won't be the last time it happens. He, he's definitely gettable. And, um, yeah. yeah, like, I guess to that point, he was two for two. Like, you know, I got him last year. You, you did get him this year. And Chris got him as well but uh but yeah i do remember jack you said like after you you looked at the card you did say this is heartbreaking <laughs> is that what i said too you, you did oh, yeah, yeah yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so anyway um so yeah that might be all that we got that first night it the yeah. two nights kind of blend in together I, there's one other guy i don't remember if we got him Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday night. I think it might have been. Oh, uh, we got, we got, uh, yeah, uh, we got Luis Garcia the next night. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so bonus we got our, our Jack got there at the end, or those guys got. Um, so then uh, we're waiting, and at this point, it's pretty clear that I think it's just Dave Martinez that we're waiting for. Um, he he kept the bus a long time. He um, did. Uh, this night, and I think he did the second night too. But um, there were some people milling about inside of the stadium, and you can always tell like that's family. A lot of times they're wearing a jersey of the of the player they're waiting for. Um, this time there was like a a, a a younger woman and like a uh, a little baby, like a little kid. But there was a guy there, this kind of like beefy guy, um, almost looked like a bouncer kind of guy, like a sh- like kind of like a just a squat husky like ripped guy. And he had like big, thick black, gla- like, like black glasses on, like, like eyeglasses, not sunglasses, and a backwards hat, I think. And like he looked like Dave Martinez on steroids, basically. Yes. Or like if um, Dave Martinez was like a bouncer, basically. Yeah, he uh, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, he he was an intimidating guy for sure. Uh, and and yeah, Martinez last year it was the same deal. He had like a whole contingent of people. Um, that was presumably his wife and like, uh, his, his little, this time his kid was able to walk, but like he had a little, a little kid with him and stuff too. Uh, so yeah, we were waiting forever for them. Finally, they come out and Martinez comes out and I think they all got on the bus with him, but like he mm-hmm. had a, he had his kid in his arm. And so he, whenever a guy has a kid in their arm, you know, he's not going to sign for you. But I think, I think we knew we were going to come back. So like, we at least wanted to get his attention on this night. And so we, we, we were like, hey, Davey. And he's like, ah, guys, I can't. Like, and he pointed at his kid, and we're like, yeah, that's cool. And he got on the bus. Um, you know, it turned out that, you know, getting his attention would pay dividends later. Uh, but yeah. uh, not, not, to, not tonight it didn't. Yeah, I actually wasn't planning to come back the next night. I was only planning to do the one night. Um, oh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think now that you mention it, I, I don't know if I was either. I think maybe I kind of talked you into it because I think we were going to record for we- this episode uh, on that night and we yeah. just ended up going the next two nights. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, he, we knew that he wasn't going to sign, but I called him anyway. And he's like, sorry guys, I can't. And I'm like, ah, we got you. We got you, Davey. Um, so he got on, um, and, uh, you know, it was kind of about what we expected. So we kind of, um, closed it out there and then headed yes. over to the cub side. Um, and yeah, I think did did Chris come with? Did he hang with us a little bit, or did he take off right away? I can't remember. Uh, just a little while. Um, okay. We got over there, and we, we were kind of just talking about how much we dislike Nats Pud, and then <laughs> yeah. 
and then Ju- uh, Julian Merriweather came out. So we, we weren't at the Cubs very long. We were probably only there for about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. But Merriweather comes out, yeah. and uh, he, he, so he leaves um, through Gallagher Way. Um, yeah. And, you know, you, you pointed it out. You're like, hey, that's Merriweather. And I had a Merriweather card, and you had a Merriweather card, and I don't think we'd gotten him yet, and Chris didn't have one. But, uh, you know, you don't like to chase after guys when they're, le- you know, when they're going through Gallagher way. It's just weird. I think maybe we were going to do it anyway. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. he, he, got sto- he got stopped by some people who were at- sitting at the bar right there and um, right, there's, like there's Gallagher way. like a little way. patio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little patio. And some, some, guy, some guys at a table, like some people at a table stopped him to talk to him like and say, hey, good game or whatever because Merriweather did pitch that night. And then um, when they stopped him to talk, we, you know, we were like, okay, like this is this is our window. So I ran over there, and you came with me. Um, he signed for us. He was totally cool. Uh, yeah. You know, really really nice guy. And so uh, yeah, I, I think we both got him on the same heritage card. Um, yeah. And it looks uh, it looks good. It's a good signature. Yeah, he signed for Jack. Then he signed for me, and he kind of looked. He's like, is that it? And uh, I'm like, yep. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, he's like, okay, cool. And just, uh, you know, turned around and, and headed to the hotel. So, but yeah, yeah, he was super cool about it. Um, and then pretty much like right away, <clears throat> we ran back across the street. And yeah, that's right. Chris was still there because then he goes like, hey, there's Andy Green. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. And so I kind of like grabbed, I took the book and I like flipped real quick to the Andy Green page and kind of like walked across like that side street towards the parking garage and at this point the security guards were gone the security guards were gone and no one else was there no other fans were there and i kind of walked gingerly up to andy green as he was walking to get into the parking lot and i'm like hey andy do you got time to sign one and he's like yeah sure and uh came over and he signed for me um jack you were trying to get him too because you uh, yeah you just i, I was his Cause, cause yeah, I, I did probably a couple weeks ago, but I, I, I had to put my Merriweather back just in any old slot, but like I hadn't looked at the, where that Andy green card was in a while. And I had just kind of lost track of it in my binder. You're right. I need a, a better system. I guess that's for next year. This, this year I progressed to actually bring in a binder with cards of the stadium, but um, yeah, I just, I couldn't get his card out in time. Uh, and it was just one of those things. That's another thing that's going to happen to you when you graph. It's like you're going to have a guy's card, but you're just not going to be able to find it in time because it all happens so fast. So that happened um, with me with Hermosillo, which is why I was yep. on the mission to get him last year. Exactly. So, yeah, Andy Green has become my, my white whale now. So <laughs> we'll, because, uh, you know, we tried to get him yesterday when we were there and, you know, I couldn't, couldn't get him. Uh, ended up getting Talkman. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can wrap that storyline up before the end of the season. I certainly hope so. Although, hey, Jeremy, there's no way that the Cubs are going to turn this staff over. So, you know, he'll, he'll yeah. be here next year probably too. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that was the end of night one, basically. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we did pretty well for ourselves, although not as well as we had thought with, like, Nat's players. Um, yes, and I should, I guess I should also mention, like, so I did get the Finnegan uh, pregame, and I kind of said, like, I have this little theory going that, like, any guy who signed pregame uh, during BP has not signed at the bus afterwards, and uh, Finnegan kept that theory alive because he did not sign at the bus. Uh, yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, I, that theory has never been disproven. I think, I think there's at least two or three instances where, you know, the guy, we've gotten a guy beforehand and he didn't sign at the bus. Tyler Wells. Tyler Wells, Tanner Scott. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, Rich Hill. Um, so, so yeah, that's actually three different series where that happened. 
uh, three different yeah. teams. So, so yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah. So anyway, so we can jump ahead to Tuesday night. Um, yeah, we kind of sure. made, like Jack said, we were going to record, but we kind of like Jack, Jack wanted to go back, um, because, you know, I thought there was still more meat on the bones there that we could have yeah. got. Um, I was, a, I was slightly indifferent only because I had gotten so many guys last year, but, um, yeah. I wanted to get Bill Miller, um, who is a former Cubs third baseman. Uh, that's Bill, like spelled Mueller, but it's Bill Miller. He's, um, like a qual, like a, you know, quality control coordinator for the team. We didn't see him the night before he's on the the website uh, as, uh, being on their coaching staff. And I, we, I had a card of his. And so I, I did want to get him. So I thought, felt like that was like enough incentive to, to try to go back. So yeah, we had decided to go back basically. Um, yeah and do the bus. So, um, we met there, I got down there kind of early and, um, me and Jack kind of coordinated and walked over to the bus about the same to meet at about the same time. And, uh, of course, Nat's pud was back, uh, again. Yeah. It, what he did was we were, we were outside at the bus and he had gone to the game. And so he was inside, um, in the fenced in area oh, yeah. and he just, we didn't see him, but he comes up and he's like, Hey, do you guys want my autograph? Yeah, um, right. And I, I think I just said to him, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Because at this point, we had decided we hated this kid. Like, we yes. this, we went into this night knowing, like, we do not like this kid. He's a piece of shit. And um, yeah. I think we were we were both ready to, to not hide it either, like, to, to call him out. Um, For sure. If um, need be. Because, yeah, there's people who can single-handedly ruin your graphing experience. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's great to get autographs. It's also just fun to be there and, like, you know, anticipate seeing guys and just yeah. hang out and just yeah. enjoy the vibe. And this guy was just – he was ruining – this pud was ruining everything for us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So he, he comes out and, uh, you know, just starts talking to us. Like, you know, uh, and it's like, yeah, dude, just because we're here doesn't mean you have to talk to us and hang out with us. But he, he comes mm-hmm. out uh, – you, you made the comment last night or the night before, Jeremy, because the first thing the guy the kid said to us was he was like, yeah, I remember you guys from last year. And you 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 said you were like yeah we're probably three of the only people he knows yeah um, <laughs> right or that he's ever seen twice in his life <laughs> like yep yep yeah, yeah. um for sure because we would later find out on this night that he lived in Glenview and then he asked mm-hmm. yeah do do you know where Glenview is do you know where that is um yeah. uh, so, so he asked that but uh, I worked I, I, I worked with- next to Glenview for like fucking like eight years dude I know where Glenview <laughs> is man. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and so he he had mentioned that he had been to the St. Louis Nat series the week before, and now he was here. And obviously, this is a little closer to home. But I I sort of feel Jeremy like you know his parents because it's like where the fuck is the kid getting the money to like go to all these like baseball games and yeah. sit in better seats than we're sitting in? Uh, and I I bet like his parents probably just buy the tickets for him and like you know buy his gas money and stuff too just to yeah. get him the fuck out of the house. <laughs> Dude, um, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, like they're you know probably they probably can't wait for summer because they just send him all over the Midwest when the Nationals are here, <laughs> and then like they can get him out of the house so they can actually just not have him there because uh, yeah. it's just so hard to hard to deal with him. But he comes out and he's he's talking to us, and the kid doesn't respect personal space either. Like he just when he talks to you, he is like three inches from you. Um, it's 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 horrible. And so he 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 was talking about the game, and and the Cubs had won the game, and. Actually, they won it going away in the late innings. I think they won that game like fifteen to three. It, it, and he's it like, was worth seventeen to three. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, it, and that actually sucked too because it took way longer for the game to end. Um, but he, he said to us, he's like, "Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a sore loser. I'm not a sore loser or anything. But the Cubs got a lot of cheap hits. Yeah. Um, and didn't did, so wisdom hit a fucking bomb, didn't he? Like wisdom hit. Um, yeah, it was a bomb. It was either the longest homer he's ever hit, or like <laughs> um the hardest uh, exit velo. I think it was the hardest exit velo he ever hit, or something like that. I forget now because it's been a couple days. But it was some kind. Of, it was a no. It was like a notably like epic home run. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, the, uh, you know, uh, a lot of cheap hits, except for that fucking wisdom, like fucking moonshot, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's like that. That's that's 100 percent being a sore loser. And actually, there were other Nationals fans who came after yeah. us who were, who were nice people. But he started harping on that with them, too, about how, like, the Cubs got a lot of cheap hits. And then you mentioned exit velocity. Uh, and then, you know, he, he tried to talk about exit velocity too, but then he said to us, yeah, do you know what exit velocity is? Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much anytime he would bring something up, he would ask, he would ask you if you know what it is. Yeah. And again, it's not like we're like saying, um, you know, like, uh, or it's not like we're like being defensive or something. It's just like, yeah. you're asking the stupidest questions. And it's also, it's like, you made the mistake of asking like, you know, two of the most hardcore baseball fans. So like, and also we're like twice his age or, yes. or more. So it's like, yes, we know all this stuff, dude. Like, why would you assume that we didn't? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. And, and like he brought up Chris Chelios a little bit later. Um, but like he was sitting by Chris Chelios, yeah, which is right. why it seems like he's got pretty decent seats. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Chris Chelios. Do you know who that is? Um, mm-hmm. And you know what, man? Like, I'm not a hockey fan. We've talked about Chris Chelios on this podcast, but like, I I know who Chris Chelios is. I have heard his name. Um, yeah, just uh, just just uh, just terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's what's this thing about the the Bowman? So so um so then like so uh, by the way, the Patrick Wisdom home run, the exit velo was 114.4 miles per hour. So <laughs> um yeah, that's that's pretty significant. Um, so no, so like, um, he was like, we were talking about like, you know, we're like getting autographs, like on the ball. Cause then he started saying to me, he's like, Hey, you think I got any more, got any more room left on this ball? Like maybe right here, maybe right here. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm like, was he like showing off that he had like filled in the whole ball with, with signatures as if like I cared or something. But, uh, I said something like, you know, I, uh, maybe right there whatever. And then, um, I said something about like, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I want to get, oh, I, you know, I want to get this guy. I got a cool card of his and I'm like, yeah, I got him right here on this. I want to get him on this Bowman. And he's like, what's a Bowman? And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Like you're out here trying to get autographs and you don't know what Bowman is. It's like, you know, I don't expect people to know like everything about everything, but it's like, again, you're out there and it's like, you're interested in autographs. It's like, Baseball cards exist. A lot of people like to get baseball cards autographed. Like Bowman is a very notable baseball card brand. And it's like, if you know any of these things, it's not just as it's not, uh, un like that. It's that's that you should maybe assume that we know what exit velocity is because we're standing out there getting autographs. I would assume that you would know what Bowman is because you're also trying to get autographs. So it was just like, I had to write that one down. I'm like, what's a Bowman? No, I'm like, Jesus, dude. For sure, man. And like, hey, I, I could maybe excuse the mom and that little girl for not yes. knowing what Bowman is. Or even even the two Nats fans who I just alluded to who like showed up where it was like in, a mom in her 60s and like her son. I could maybe see them not necessarily knowing what Bowman is. They seem like they were just casual fans who wanted to see some players. 
But some kid who's there multiple nights and follows the team around uh, the country and tries to get autographs everywhere he goes, yeah. I think he should probably know who Bowman, what Bowman is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also pointed at the card, I think, when I said it. So, like, <laughs> it's like, you, you know, like, I'm, I'm giving you some context clues here, but... But anyway, so um, so yeah, so that happened. Um, so I guess you know at this point the players started coming out. I think w- this might have been the first guy out, maybe right? Yeah, yeah. So so Michael Michael Chavis was coming out, and uh, you know Michael Chavis has a pretty distinct look. He he he's got kind of a buccaneerish uh, look. He's got yeah. long black hair and a, a black goatee slash beard. Yeah. Uh, he also has a tattoo sleeve too, um, which yeah. you can see on his car on his cards. And right. so he was coming out. And I just knew it was Michael Chavis. Yes. And I was like, oh, hey, I, I said to you, I'm like, hey, hey, it's Michael Chavis. It's Michael Chavis. And, and the kid goes, it's not Michael Chavis. That's 100. I, I said, no, that's it's Michael Chavis. I'm pretty sure it is. He goes, it's 100% not Michael Chavis. And then, um, you know, sure enough, Chavis comes out. We call for him. Come, he comes over and signs. He's super cool. And he's like, yeah, hey, how, how we doing tonight? And then he signed our autographs. And then he went back on the bus. And then what did the fucking kid say? Was he like, uh, was he like, oh yeah, I, th- I thought you were, we were talking about somebody else. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. That's Michael Chavis. And it's yeah. like, well, well, who the fuck did you think we were talking about? You idiot. Like, so like there was like someone, I think there was like maybe some people walking down like behind, like further down the, the aisle or down the like walkway concourse, whatever. But Michael Chavis was like right in front. So like, yes, you know, it's like. When we insist that it's Michael Chavis, it's like maybe look around a little bit more than the one fucking dot you're looking at and see like, oh, there's another guy and he's got long fucking hair and a, and a beard and he looks like a fucking pirate. It's like, oh, that's Michael. Oh, that's who you guys are talking about. Yeah, I didn't see him. But it's like, yeah, what the hell? Like he just, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we can we can just kind of talk about these two instances in one because because De Sarcina came out kind of right after Chavis. So yeah. the night before, uh, we 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 were a, a guy came out who we thought was De Sarcina, um, and then you know we made him kind of fast as he was walking down the concourse, but we just didn't know because we hadn't seen De Sarcina up close. We'd seen him on the field uh, before the game, but he wasn't really close enough for us to get a real good eye on him. So he's coming he's coming down the concourse this first night, and Nat's putt is there. And I, I was kind of just asking out loud. I was like, hey, is that De Sarcina? Um, and I, I was throwing the question generally in his direction. And he just wasn't answering. And, yeah. you know, you didn't know if it was. And Chris didn't know. Like, we didn't know. And so I was asking this kid, is that De Sarcina? So then De Sarcina comes out. And, you know, we, we kind of just say, like, hey, Gary? But it wasn't an assertive call. And when you call for a guy and there's a question mark at the end of your word most of the time the guy won't come over. And so that's sure enough, that's what happened the first night. And so we still weren't sure after he got on the bus, if it was De Sarcina. So then I look at the kid and I go, Hey, was that De Sarcina? And he just nods his head. Yes. And it's like, fuck you motherfucker. Like I asked you <laughs> if that was him and you didn't help me out. Like what, what's your fucking problem? And so, um, he did that. So anyway, De Sarcina comes out this night, comes out right after Chavis. I flag him down. And I say, Hey Gary. And I wave at him. And I say, hey, can you sign? I've got your card. So he comes over and signs, uh, gives us, gives me a great autograph. I don't know how yours looks, Jeremy, but mine looks fantastic. It, it looks great. I got him on a yeah. horizontal card, which uh, yeah, is nice because yeah. there's a little more real estate to sign on there. Yeah, yeah, and his is my favorite, one of my favorite autographs that I've gotten. It looks, it looks really cool. Um, so he was super nice. But um, I'll lump this one in here because it's kind of the same thing. We did not end up getting Jamer Candelario. Um, but again, the second night I made Candelario, but he's kind of, um, 
you know, he's not a super distinct looking guy. And so I make him and I, and he's coming out and I say, hey, is that Jamer? Is, is that Jamer? And I, I was I was asking the kid several times and he wouldn't respond. And I was like, is that Jamer? And then finally he like can't ignore me anymore and he just nods his head yes. And it's like, what's your fucking problem? Like, why are you why are you not helping? And he did that with Chris uh, the previous night too. Uh, a pitcher came out and and the Nats pud said to him, he goes to Chris, yeah, I'm not I'm not telling you who that is. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, kid. You're a miserable person. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it just like I, I could see maybe like he didn't know who DeSarcino was because he's like a coach and he's an older guy and like before this kid was even fucking born. But like, I don't know. Um, you know, it's like, but even then afterwards, like to, to nod your head. Yeah, like you knew like, so now you're just trying to like be like, I purposely didn't tell you. Um, yeah. And this kid definitely has a fucking, like, you know, a Napoleon complex is when you're overcompensating for being short. Like, I don't know, like, what it is, like, what it's called when, like, you you need to prove that you know something or you have this chip on your shoulder about, like, knowing stuff. But th- yes. it's clearly this kid's, like, fucking axe to bear or, like, cross to bear is, like, um, not, you know, being underestimated for knowing shit, basically. So then... um. So then, like, I kind of mentioned, like, I want to get... Or I think I asked him, like, hey, does Bill Miller travel... Do you know if Bill Miller travels with the team? And he's like, Bill Miller? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he's an umpire. Like, Bill Miller, Bill Miller is an umpire. And I'm like, no, the other Bill Miller. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, like he's an umpire. And I'm like, no, there's a player named Bill Miller. It's spelled Mueller. Like, because maybe that was the thing. Maybe he knew the name but didn't realize it was Miller. And, yeah, like he thinks Ricky Bonus is Ricky Bones. Right, which he did say that last year, and I don't think yep. he, I don't think he said it in jest. I think he actually thought his name was Ricky Bones. But, yes. um, but I'm like, no, this guy, and I actually had the, I'm like, I got the card right here, and he's like, oh yeah, I don't know, I've never seen. I think he said I've never seen him in my life or something. Yep. It's like, okay, well, great. Um, yeah, so he, he was no help for me either. Um, Bill Miller did not come out, and I think we we kind of came to the con- conclusion that he's a coordinator and they, they, the coordinators must not travel with the team because we also yeah. had Cody ransom and he's the only other guy listed as a coordinator. And he also was no, there was no sign of him on this trip. So I think those yep. guys do not travel with the team. I'd have to, I'll, I, I don't really want to, but like if I catch a Nats home game, I'll have to look to see if the, you can see these guys on in uniform, but, <laughs> but yeah. So, so yeah, so that, uh, that happened basically. And then, um, yeah, I guess basically Manessis, Joey Manessis came out and um, he had like his brother with him or something, some family member with him. And they kind of just turned the corner and started going like basically out. Um, I think did they end up getting, did they end up like leaving on foot basically? Yeah, Manessis. Yeah, they they did. They went or they went in that black SUV or something. Yeah, maybe they that, did. That's that. always parked behind behind the buses. Yeah, so they 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 didn't leave on the bus. Basically, they were probably going somewhere. So they walk out and they walk towards like the back of the bus, like the back of the buses, like the the last bus. So they never came by us. Um, uh, Nats Pud sees this and then runs. He kind of runs down there and. Um, uh, basically like he, he somehow get he calls from Manessas and Manessas goes between like bus number two and three and signs for the kid. And, you know, it was kind of annoying. Cause I think like, <clears throat> well, I, I wanted Manessas, but I wasn't going to run after him. I just certainly wasn't going to run after him with the fucking Nats pud. Um, and this kid gets him. But while he was back there getting Manessas, Lane Thomas comes out 
And yep. Lane Thomas signed for us last year, so we kind of kind of thought for sure he would sign this year. And we called for him, and he did come over and sign for us. And we were thinking, like, we even I think you or me said out loud, like, oh, yeah, this kid's going to miss Lane Thomas because he ran over to get Manessas, so that'll be awesome. Yep. Yep. Did did he end up missing Lane Thomas? No, he got he like ran back and Thomas was just I think heading on to the bus and like he called him and he came back and signed for him. That's a shame. That's really too bad. Yeah, it was it was a letdown. It was like looking really good and then like in the last minute he got Lane Thomas. So whatever. Even though I'm sure he got him last year and he's probably gotten him a million times on a shitty yep. ball with a fucking pink magic marker or some something. But yep. um, <clears throat> but yeah. So so he got Lane Thomas and. Uh, Got on the bus. Um, so then, like, um, you know, I don't know if anyone else came in, out in between, but basically, you know, at some point, Jim Hickey comes out again, night two. Um, and, you know, we, we got him the night, the first night, so we didn't need to call for him. And I even think that, I think Chris, or I mean, I think that Nats Pud did call for him, uh, but maybe he didn't hear him or something, and he just took a left and started heading out. And he, I think, I think he also left... Uh, on his own like he didn't take the bus uh if i remember correctly yeah um, uh yeah he, yep yeah so he left um and so this kid goes running after him and he like just it, and it makes no like no like um like doesn't try to hide the fact at all that he's literally running out after these guys like he called for him he went the other way and then the kid just takes off running and at this point there's a security guard over there as there always is um this woman um like oh actually I think we called her the smoky lady if I remember correctly yeah previously yep. um she's kind of has like a raspy voice um uh, but she's super friendly um so yeah sorry that we called her the smoky lady but um <laughs> but uh she she's super friendly and and like as most of the security guards are and like yes. we have a really cool we have like a good relationship with them and number one it's just cool it's nice to be nice to nice people. So, you know, we, you know, just try to be cool, but also, you know, we want to stay in good standing with these people because oh, yeah. they let us, they don't give us any trouble, um, when we're down there and they know what we're trying to do and they're they're They don't get in our way. Um, and it's all based on the fact that we're well behaved. And of course we're adults and we know, we know how to, to comport ourselves, but you know, we're cool with them. They're cool with us. We get our autographs. We don't give them trouble and everyone's happy basically. Um, so, you know, and like we're at the point where we can kind of joke with you. Everyone's kind of joking around when you're down there and everything, which, again, yep. like Jack said, is one of the cool things about graphing. So this kid runs off and, you know, at this point, the kid has been annoying the fuck out of us, just annoying the piss out of oh, us yeah. and the and everyone around him because there's not enough people to like for him to blend in. He's standing out and annoying the piss out of us. So the kid goes running after Jim Hickey and I say to the security guard, I'm like, hey, do you guys have the authority to arrest anybody? Because and then I point to the kid and uh, she she kind of I, I meant it as a joke, but she actually said, like, no, we don't. We can't arrest him. But these guys can. And she point because there's the other guys. There's um the the pistol, the rifleman. I forgot yeah, what he called the him. big the big gun. Yeah. yeah, the big gun. Yeah. um uh, Mr. Pistola, whatever. Like we um yeah. we um you know, that guy has a gun and a badge and like those. So she pointed at those guys like in like they're in yellow shirts and um. So she's like, no, but these guys will. And she's like, and if that kid keeps running after people, they're going to tackle him and, and arrest him. And, uh, you know, and we were like, yeah, well, f fuck, like, you know, like, let's let's start it now. You know, we were, we were trying to get the kid kicked out, basically, just to, yeah. just because he was annoying us so much. 
Yeah, uh, no, um, and I think that that kind of like uh, egged her on. Well, I think she was she was getting annoyed by the kid too. Yeah. Um, and so when the kid came back, she started giving him shit, and she basically said like, if you if you run after another one of those guys, like we're gonna we're gonna kick you out of here. Yeah, or um, she said you're gonna get arrested. I think she said that to him. Yeah. Yeah, and so we we were fucking loving it, man. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, yeah, you got to stop doing that, man. And he's just like, the kid couldn't believe it. Like, he couldn't believe that all of his bad behavior was coming home to roost. Yeah. Um, so what he did was he, he didn't just say, like, you know what? I'm sorry about that. Like, I'm not going to, I won't do it again. Right. He started being like, "Yeah, well, you you guys you guys can't prove anything. Like, I'm just I'm just walking down the street. You can't yeah. prove that I'm trying to that I'm trying to get an autograph." Yeah, he's like, um, seriously, the, seriously though, how are you? How how can you prove that? How can you prove that I'm going after him? I'm, maybe I'm just walking. Like, how can you prove anything? How do you know? And like, yeah, yeah, the the lady did say like, there's cameras all around here. Like, they're they're yeah. they're like, um, you know, they're definitely catching everything that you do. And if they'll, they'll go back and look at the tapes and see if you're acting like that, they will kick you out or ban you in yeah. the future and stuff. Um, and what what she's saying is is true though. Um, I, I don't know specifically where the cameras are at Wrigley, but like. If you think about any time there's a big like police investigation in Chicago, like you do find out that they have cameras at bis- just about basically every street. That's how they caught the Jesse Smollett guys. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. It is. So they can go back. They can go back and review that stuff. And, you know, I, I guess maybe this kid just didn't know that. But also, I, I like that he was like, uh, you know, it, it reminds me of a movie when he was like, yeah, you know, they, how, yeah, how do they know? They can't prove anything. It, it's like that scene in uh, uh, Dirty Harry when he gets called into his captain's office. And, um, you know, the captain's like, uh, you know, Dirty Harry busted some guys, uh, whatever. And he shot for shot first, asked questions later. And, um, you know, the captain says to him, like, how did you know it was intent to rape Callahan? And so, like, in, in this case, it might be like, how did you know it was intent to get an autograph, Callahan? And, and Dirty Harry might respond to him and say, well, captain, when I see a man running down the street with a sharpie in one hand and a hard on in the other... I don't think he's out collecting for the Red Cross. Um, and I wish, I wish, I, I wish I would have said that, man. I, w- I wish I would have accused the kid of having a sharpie in one hand and a, you know, and and the rest just to fucking completely embarrass him. But uh, you know, I didn't. But uh, yeah, he was. It was great, man. He was fucking. He was really on the defensive there. It was. It was nice. Yeah, it was. It was just like kind of disgusting the way he was being so defensive and so argumentative and like. I, you know, and so at this point now the floodgates are open and like, I do, I feel like I can kind of thrive in these situations where you have to make kind of like off color remarks or whatever. So I was just saying like, I was just like saying all kinds of crazy shit. So I, I said like, um, yeah, well, Hey, you know what? If they, if they come over here and and ask me, I'll rat you out in a second. And, and and everyone (laughs) laughed. I, 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 I busted everyone up. Like you laughed, the security guard laughed and like the kid was, and like someone else, I think was standing there and they laughed and like. Uh, you know, and the kid was just like, what, 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 what? And he's like, you, you know, like, and then he kept trying to bring us in on it. And he's like, you know, you know that, uh, uh, like, you know, you would do it too. Or like, you know exactly what's going on. Like, you know, I wasn't running after him or like whatever. And like, I just, I mean, again, it's hard to encompass exactly how interminable and how drawn out this was, but it just, he kept just being defensive. And instead of just being fucking cool, at one point I said like, um, you know, hey, you know what? I I um respect uh these people who work here because they're super cool with us, and I try to be super cool with them and not give them a hard time. And you know, at the very end of the day, that's kind of all that that it is. So like, even if you think you're wrong, it's like I try not to give these people a hard time because like 
they they make us they allow us to to stay here so i i don't want to mess that up um but they were just like uh, this kid was just 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 going on and on um uh at one point i told him like so like she so then the woman started like talking to him and she was like saying like you know these baseball players like they don't have to sign for you and you know they um you know they they don't have to do anything and like the ones that do do it because they're like nice or whatever and i'm not even sure how they got into it but then the kid started saying like he just fucking dropped the the old fucking thing of like oh well, you know what if there's no fans then these guys don't have jobs which is yep. just like so fucking annoying um and so then I threw out there, I'm like, you know what, I'm, and he's like, you, you agree. That's what he kept saying. He's like, you agree, right? You know that that's true. You know that that's true. If they don't, if they don't have fans, they don't, if there's no fans, there's no job. And, and I just said to him, like, you know what? I'm pro player here. Like I'm on the mm-hmm. player side. And, uh, at some point I was like, yeah, you know, I go, it goes players, uh, ballpark security staff and then fans. And he's like, yeah, right. No, you don't, there's no way you believe that. You know that, you know that I'm right. You know that I'm right. And it was just like, dude, like you are just, you know, you're horrible. Yeah. And then he, he kept complaining about how players get quote unquote special treatment. Um, yeah. And I, I said to him, I was like, yeah, they're, they're not getting special treatment, dude. Like they're, th- these are like private security guards that the team hired because they're worth, mil- the players are worth millions of dollars. Um, and then, uh, he, you know, and, and you're giving them special treatment too, because you're asking for their autograph. So like, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're egging the situation on. And then, um, and then he started saying like, yeah, yeah. If I was a player, I would sign for everyone. And then the lady said, no, you wouldn't. And he said, yeah, I would. And she's like, no, you wouldn't. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I would. There's uh, there's this guy in Boston. Uh, he he signs for everybody. He'll sign for three hours. Alex Verdugo. Do you know who that is? Um, <laughs> the, the old, do you know who that is? Yeah, uh, think, yeah, yeah. But he actually dropped Alex Verdugo's name to this lady. Um, and then she's like, you know. She, she said, yeah, these guys work hard to get where they are, and it's not just about giving autographs. Like, you know, th- these guys work really hard, and there's, there's, a, there's a million guys coming up trying to replace them, so they're under a lot of pressure. She's like, you know, when I get off work at 8 a.m., I don't feel like talking to anybody. I just want to go to bed. And, like, these guys coming out here, they just got off work, and, like, they don't feel like being bothered. And it's like all, every single point she made was salient. Yes. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And uh, she just she just kind of uh, pwned this kid, uh, as you might as as the young young people might say. It was uh, it was nice. <laughs> it, it was it was exactly what he deserved. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, it it was it was just it was crazy. And then like so then the kid just like then like when the lady maybe like walked away for a second, he kind of like got like close to us and he's like, oh, that lady just. The lady disrespected me. I can't believe it. I can't believe, like, I can't believe she's talking like I don't even know the game of baseball. I was like, I watch every game. I watch every pitch. He's like, I was out here for for a 14 inning game and I watched every pitch. I didn't get up and go to the bathroom once. And then I said to him, like, I think you could get up and go to the bathroom. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I think, I think, like, having a, a, a bodily urge where you have to piss, like, and and giving into that doesn't make you less of a baseball fan. And he's like, no, no well, I didn't get up. He's, he's like, but I didn't get up. I didn't get up. I watched every single pitch. And, like, and the kid was getting just unhinged. And he's like, she disrespected me. She, she's talking to me like I don't even know baseball. And at some point I said to him, I'm like, dude, you should have a show on Fox News. <laughs> and the kid goes, oh, why? Because I'm a Republican? So so now I'm a Republican? And he's like, oh, I'm not. But, you know, like, uh, whatever. I have a point or something. And it was just like, it was just getting like crazy. Um, and I mean, I don't even know. We have more notes about this kid, but I'm not even sure in what order they they came i guess we could just do them like bullet point jack because there's no way to kind of encapsulate everything 
that just happened. I guess like maybe it settled down a little bit. Um, yeah. But, so yeah. At, at at one point, uh, Dom Smith came out, and first of all, the guy was like, uh, he, he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Dom Smith, toughest guy in the league to get. He he said two other guys, two C.J. Abrams and Trevor Williams. And Trevor like, Williams. yeah, Dom Smith, Dom Smith, C.J. Abrams, and Trevor Williams, the toughest guy in the league, toughest guys in the league to get. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. But anyway, Dom Dom Smith comes out that second night, and we see him, and he's like. Hey, it's Dom Smith. Let me call for him. Let me call for him. And he put his hand in front. He put his arm like in front of us as if to like barricade us from doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I think I said to him, I was like, ah, I'll, I'll call. I'll still call for him. And he's like, no, no, let me call for him. Let me call for him. And Jeremy, there is a, there is a, a time and a place for that, for that um, sort of comment. For instance, Anthony, yes. when like one of the one of the Latin players comes out. But the thing is, like the proof was in the pudding for Anthony. Like he got Machado and Soto in the park on the same day. Like he he owns Jonathan VR's bike. Um, <laughs> right. Like th- this guy can get, and he got you a sod before uh, last yeah. year. So it's like the the players will interact with him, and so it's like if Anthony says like, "Let me handle this," like I'm gonna let Anthony handle it. Right. But it's like. This fucking little like kid, um, who who before was like, yeah, I call out to him. Like this is earlier uh, in the night. Was like, yeah, I I call out to these guys sometimes. And they just ignore me. And then I, I I said to him, I said, yeah, maybe it's because they see it's you. Um, and he's <laughs> and he, he knew I he wasn't joking about that. But anyway, um, yeah, Dom Smith comes out, and so we let him call for Dom Smith. And Dom Smith didn't even look up at him and just went on the bus. It's like, yeah, great great job, kid. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I might have yelled Dom. I don't think I like consciously like. Yeah, I, I might have yelled at Dom Smith too, but it's like he sure as shit didn't come over for any of us. No, and then you know, and then uh, like more so after that, um, <coughs> he was saying like um, he started like making these jokes uh, in yes. heavy quotes of any like black uh, any like black player that came out or not even player like any black person that came out like staff member uh cubs employee he's like oh is that dom smith oh there's dom smith there's dom smith and like it's like dude like like i i don't know who the fuck you think i am but like you can't be making those jokes to me like you know um and he would say it and it wouldn't get a laugh and he he would go oh no i'm i'm only joking i'm only joking yeah um so that was that was pretty messed up um uh, I'm trying to think what else here. Um, you know, I think at one point he said something about we were talking about like Mason Thompson, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, Mason Thompson, he's got the best slider in the league. He's got the best slider in the league." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like they're all talking about they're all talking about it. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "The slider." You know, everyone's talking about how great it is. And he's like, "Oh, they are." Like. Well, yeah, it's the best slider. I'm like, no, you idiot. No one's talking about it. no, not even people in Washington D.C. are talking about Mason Thompson's slider. No one gives a shit about Mason Thompson, and he kept saying it. He said it on on Wednesday night too because there were some people who were Mason Thompson's like family members or relatives or something, and he's like, oh yeah, he's got the best slider in the league, and it's like, no man, like no one gives a shit. He's like, yeah, he's gonna be really good. He's got the he's got a great slider, and it's like, no one cares about mason thompson slider um at some point i said to him i said like yeah you know the nets uh uh um he was saying something about like the um uh the soto trade and um i think did i say like the i I forgot exactly what his angle was i think he was trying to i think he was trying to say that the nats won the soto trade or something right and i was 
I would think I was like yeah. just taking the counter argument just just because just to piss him well, off. Well, he was saying like that like C.J. Abrams was having a better year than Juan Soto or something. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, dude, C.J. Abrams hasn't proven anything in the majors yet, uh, and Juan Soto has a World Series ring. So right. uh, I don't know. I, I think I would take Juan Soto any day over C.J. Abrams. Who knows? Maybe in five years that won't be true. Um, but also, like, the Padres got two and a half years out of Juan Soto. Sure, of course, like in a window where they were trying to contend. Um, you know, I don't think they care if they won that trade or not. Like, they, they their only intention was to get Juan Soto so they could have him during this window. Uh, so it's just a dumb argument, and, like, yeah. there's no reason to be resentful at the Padres or, like, this trade and be like, yeah, well, we, we won the trade. Like, yeah. no, well, man. Also, it's like win or lose it's still a shame that your franchise can't keep a franchise a homegrown franchise player it's like yes no one should be proud that their team had to trade Juan Soto like it's it sucks no. for that that your franchise can't keep the guy you know yeah so it's, like, it's like it's like the fact that the Red Sox couldn't keep Mookie Betts yeah yeah I it's just a shame and like I wouldn't be celebrating that um no so whatever um Man, and so then, like, this... So then, at some point, like, the night was really going on. Most of the players were gone already. And uh, this this other little kid shows up, um, <laughs> probably, like, 16 years old, maybe 15, 16 years old or something. And and he comes by, and, he, and he's, like, out of breath, too. He's just, like... He might have been even younger than that, man. He looked like like a middle schooler. Like, yeah. He had, like... He had, he had Leave it to Beaver vibes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He was just, like, a little kid, and, like, he came up, and he's, like... He he seemed like he was out of breath, and he's like, oh, he's like, is anybody left? Is anyone left? And we're like, nah, not really, man. And he's like, who who still who 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 came out? Who came out? And uh, we're like, we were kind of just like, well, you'd rather. I'm like, who are you trying to get? It's better off figuring out who's left. And he's like, you know, did this guy come out? And we're like, yep. Did this guy come out? Yep. And he's like, did Josiah Gray come out? And we're like, no. And he goes like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and uh, and I and I was already like on high alert from fucking Nats Pud that I was just kind of throwing it out there and being snarky. And so right away I go like this kid goes like oh thank God and I said like oh yeah thank God. And and the kid stopped and the kid stopped and looked at me like are you making fun of me? And uh, and I kind of like backed up because I'm like this kid didn't do anything to me like you know it's it's Nats Pud who I'm like on edge about. And so I'm like um, I'm like no 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 it's you know it's good I want to get him too whatever and like you know then the kid. The kid ended up talking mostly to Nats Pud, probably because they're closer yeah. in age. But like, I did feel a little bad about that. I did mock that kid a little bit, but it's like it was more so, you know, rage at at Nats Pud that made that made that spit out of my mouth, basically. Sure, and I I also think too, and this is why I thought you were laughing because I thought I found it funny as well. But it, it was just a funny turn of phrase uh, yeah. at the bus. <laughs> like you you never hear somebody say that. Like, oh, did this guy come out? Oh, thank God. And that that's how he said it too. He went like. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was funny. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, he, you know, none of us ended up getting him. But that no. that led to a thing where so the the yeah this kid was trying to figure out who was still in there, and so yeah. then Nats Pud kept going. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's just Abbott Thompson, Espino, and Call. Yeah, it's 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 Abbott uh, Thompson, Espino, and uh, and Call. And you know, I put in our notes ad nauseum because like he kept. Recording. I don't know. I don't fucking know how many times Nats Pud said that. Uh, that those four guys were the only ones left, but it was probably at least 20 times in a span of about five minutes. Yeah. And then he would be like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, so who the, who's left, uh, Abbott Thompson, 
and Espino. And he's like, and there's one other guy. And oh yeah, and Call and Call. Yep. Abbott, Thompson, Espino, and Call. And like it's like, dude, you just said Call thirty seconds ago and then you forgot and then you had to repeat it again. It's like, we get it. I'm, and I think I said like, yeah, I know who's left. I know who's left. Um and like, you know, he just kept repeating. It's crazy. So like, you know, I was saying like, you know, and then at some point the kid, you know, even like the you know Mr. Magoo could could see that we were like making fun of this kid at this point and just and just giving him a hard time and so he finally he was saying something like oh am I annoying you guys like you know am I annoying and uh, and he's like don't worry guys I only come out for the gnats uh, you know I only come out once a year for the gnats and then I said like yeah I know that's why I'm hoping I get all of them again that's I said that's why I'm hoping I get them all this year and he's like oh oh so you don't have to come back I'm like yep yeah, exactly. And he's like, yeah, okay, Yeah, yeah, okay. I, he was asking us. He's like, yeah, do you guys hate me? You guys yeah. hate me, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept saying that. And um, so then, like, um, so whatever. So then Dave Martinez comes out again, and he's got his kid with him again. Like, it, it looked like there weren't as many people in there, but there was, like, one woman and a little kid. And so um, we're like, man, we might get Davey unless this – these people are with Martinez and sure enough, he comes out and like the little kid like runs into Dave Martinez's arms or something. He picks him up and he walks out again and we're like, God damn it. He's fucking carrying the kid again. And, um, you know, I think maybe like you call him this time, like Davey, you got time to sign one. And he goes, he yep. just says like, I'll, I'll sign tomorrow. I'll sign it tomorrow guys. And, um, and they got on the bus and we're like, okay, all right. And then, um, he gets on the bus um, we kind of like, kind of, you know, we're like, okay, that's it. That's all she wrote. And then, um, the kid goes like, you know, like, I'll see you guys tomorrow. We're like, so I know you're coming back tomorrow. And like, we're like, I don't think so. And then I, I said, I just said like, you know what? I'm never graphing again. I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, because of you and like, um, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And like, he just like, we just parted ways. Uh, oh, and then as we were parting ways, I took my pen and I like, I pointed it at him. <laughs> just like just to be like a fuck you <laughs> like one last fuck you to that kid and then we parted ways um and then again i think we were like i don't think we're coming back tomorrow yeah. um and so like you know fuck this kid and we kind of talked it out and like i was gonna come back just at the very end just to just yep. when dave martinez was gonna come out the only thing i was messed up about it is that it was getaway day so like you know dave martinez he came out like way later than everyone else but it was a little unpredictable for Wednesday, like when he'd come out because they were all going to leave together. So we ended up getting there um, before the, like when the game ended anyway on Wednesday. Yeah. on on Wednesday. So we ended up going back one more time. Uh, again, there was a small turnout of people. Uh, Nat's pud was there again, but I will say, you know, for, for a kid who had no social awareness, uh, he didn't say one word to me uh, no, on yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. I, I think that he knew that we didn't want to talk to him, so he didn't talk to us. There were also two other guys there that he was, like, you know, now annoying. So, like... True. So he had those people to, to you know, dis- distract him. But, like, yeah, he did. He, he kept his distance from us this night. He did acknowledge, like, me when, like, I walked up, basically. But, um, but yeah, he kind of kept his distance. Um, but, um, uh, damn, what was I going to say? Um... Uh, shit, I'll, I'll remember it. But, uh, but yeah, like it was, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was not too many people, uh, this time. And, um, we were kind of feeling optimistic that, yep. you know, we'd be able to get these guys and, um, pretty much, uh, like early on, um, our hopes were almost immediately dashed 
because um, not only was this like, not only was there like a, a fucking like water vendor that came by like with a cooler, but he was sh- completely shit faced <laughs> and crazy maybe. And like, just like he was, he was insane and he parked his fucking cooler right behind us and wouldn't <laughs> leave and was just yelling shit out loud. And so he was really drunk. Maybe he wasn't maybe as drunk as the, he was a little higher functioning as the uh, then the guy we saw at the game who almost fell down, but this guy was was drunk and just like crazy, and so he had water, but he also had like liquor. He had like like white claws and shit, like like heart like um, you know those those seltzers or whatever. And so he was just he was standing right behind us and he was yelling shit. And he's like, so like one of the, the first thing he yelled was he's like, I got water, I got liquor. And like, and and we were just like, oh my god, like get the fuck out of here, like, oh, this is what I was gonna say. It's like we went into Wednesday night in a situation we've never been in, where like a player kind of promised us that he'd sign for us. Sure, you know, like oral, yeah. oral, um, you know, yeah. said he'd sign at the hotel, but we weren't about to go to the hotel. No. Um, but but this one, we were like, you know, sure, Dave Martinez could have been like bullshitting us, but we were like, hey, at least it's a, it's it's a it's something and like yes. he he said it to us because he recognized us from the previous night so it's like if he sees us a third time he might just say hey you know could you hold this kid i, I should sign for these guys you know they've been yeah. here so we were so you know we had that carrot dangling in front of us so we thought it would take you know a lot for for him not to sign for us and that's exactly what happened with this fucking beer vendor guy Yes. So he's like, yeah, he, like no joke. He's like, I got liquor, and <laughs> and uh, and we. So then there was a security guard who was over there. One of the guys that we've recognized before, made friends with. We haven't seen him too much this year, but he we've seen him recently. He was the same security guard we ran into at the Cubs convention who who recognized us, and he yeah. was also the guy who said he was jealous of us getting Roger Clemens. So yeah. he, he comes over, and I'm kind of like I'm doing the thing. I'm kind of like you know nudging my head like you know. Hey, this guy, you know, keep an eye on this guy. Maybe get him the fuck out of here. And then the guy, like, he, the security guard looks at the guy. He's like, oh, what do you got in there? You got liquor in there? You got beer? And he's like, yeah, I got liquor. You know, you want one? He's like, oh, no, you know, not for me. And the bus driver came over and was, like, interacting with him, too. And he he actually bought a water from the guy. Um, And then the guy tried to sell him, the the vendor guy tried to sell him, uh, a beer and he's like no no man i, I don't want to get fired i'm driving man i can't have a drink yeah um and so so these guys were interacting with them and like probably doing it to try to keep the peace but you know we wanted them to, to fucking tackle them to the ground and run them out of there um yes. but but he was just hanging behind us like right behind us too and yes. at one point he started singing a song and he's like, these cheap white people, they better buy my my liquor. And he's like, and he's like, cheap white people all over the place, cheap white people. And like, and like, like, he's like he's fucking singing. He's like improvising a song now, and he's saying cheap white people. Um, and then when people would like ignore him, like maybe a couple, of, he he like tried to sell to a couple of people, and they ignored him. And then he just said, like, he yelled out loud. He yelled out loud. He's like. Kiss my Mexican ass. And he was like yelling that <laughs> out too. And like, and I think like, I think like some of the family, the wags like came on the bus and they ignored him. And then he's like, kiss my Mexican ass. He's like, these cheap white people need to buy my, my stuff. And we were just like, 
this guy's ruining us. He's he's tanking us. Like he's like Dave Mart. No baseball player in their right mind would come near us with this fucking guy like yelling shit. Yes. Um. Okay. Right. So then, like, I should say, like, you know, to to go back to the guy, um, who uh, the security guard, because I was trying to get him to 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 get this guy, um, to 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 run him out of there. He goes and he looks at the the fucking guy and he's selling beer or whatever. And then uh, he's like, "Oh, so you're selling beer too, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's right." And so I said to the guy, to the security <laughs> guard, I go like, "Yeah, I think he's I think he's getting high on his own supply over there," and because he was clearly drunk. And uh, the security guard was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. What did the Biggie? Did Biggie say that? Is that from a Biggie song?" And yeah, uh, yeah. and so. I don't know anything. You, I'm, I'm hogging this, Jack. Do you have anything else to say about this? No, guy? it. Uh, it you, yeah, you you nailed it. And okay. I think Jeremy, you said, yeah, that guy should listen to that song. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was uh, it was good. At one point, Mason Thompson, like you know, his his family was there, or at least like you know, like three people that he knew who were older. So maybe they were either his parents or friends of his parents or yeah. something. But uh, anyway, like yeah, Mason Thompson comes over to talk to them, and then this guy's like, "Hey, Mason." Mason and like he only he only knew that name because pe- people were calling him Mason. Yeah. Um. And so it was just embarrassing because like this yeah. guy like got right behind these people who were friends of Mason Thompson and was like, "Hey, Mason!" And like you know everybody's he's, just ignoring the he's guy. He's like, "I love you, Mason." Yep. He's like, "You're gonna you're gonna be something." Yeah. Like he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> right. That's right. He uh, did say that. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe this guy's seen a slider too. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. If he started dropping uh, Mason Thompson slider, I, I I guess I would have acquiesced and been like, "Oh, maybe it is pretty good." But um, <laughs> um one one thing. Yeah, and, that, and then Mason Thompson didn't sign either. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one thing that did happen was um, the guy did come up to me, and you know, and we were like, because he was right behind us, like we were like, I was prepared for this to happen. And he came up to me and he, cause I think a couple times he said like, excuse me, excuse me. And like, I ignored yeah. him, but, it, but this time he came up to me and he tried to touch me and he tried to touch my book with my cards in it. And I snapped at this guy and I go like, don't touch me. And he yep. gave me this look like, like, Whoa, like, you know, he's like, his eyes got all white and he kind of like backed away from me. And then he didn't say anything. And he just like walked away from me. And I actually think that did calm him down a little bit, but it didn't make him leave. Um, and, and I will say, so then like, and then Mason Thompson came out and he actually was well behaved for him based on his previous, like, you know, 20 minutes of, or like 30 minutes of being a nutball. He, and he was actually somewhat like well behaved when Mason Thompson was there yet. He was still being fucking, you know, uh, being over the line basically. But, no, uh, de- but yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I, I think what got rid of him actually was when Mike Rizzo came out. Um, and Jeremy, Mike Rizzo is, uh, went to your high school. Yeah. Um, Didn't, yeah. Is it Holy Cross this. high school. Yeah. I forgot to say this on night one. Um, but yeah. yeah, Mike Rizzo did come out, uh, on Monday night and, um, I wanted to get his autograph, but he was carrying a baby. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a grandchild. Um, but uh, he was carrying a baby, and so I knew he wouldn't sign. So I just said, like, hey, Mike, Mike. I'm like, Holy Cross. Like, I'm, you know, Holy Cross, Crusaders. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, Crusaders, all right. And, uh, you know, we were saying, like, that was about as best as it could have went in that situation. He he heard me, acknowledged it. And so I was pretty happy about that. Um, and I kind of forgot that he was there because he didn't come out. He didn't come by the bus night two. 
Um, but then he did come out night three, and uh, we did call for him, and he came over, and uh, I said like, "Hey, Mike, yeah, I'm the Holy Cross guy. Um, you know, uh, I and and he's like, "Oh yeah, great, great." And he's like, "Did you go there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." And he's like, "What years?" And I'm like, "Class of '99." And he's like, "All right, I was class of '79." And uh, he signed an autograph for me on like the Nats uh, stadium card, uh, which was pretty cool. And uh, he's like, "All right, guys, you know, thanks, you know, whatever." And he was he was super cool. Yeah, and then uh, and then he actually the the drunk guy. I think this drunk guy just wanted one autograph. This vendor and like yeah. so the 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 guy asked him to Mike Rizzo to sign his shirt, his blue Ugh. knockoff Cubs shirt. And hey, Mike Rizzo was a good sport about it, and he signed. Um, and that kind of got rid of this guy. Yeah. And it's like. It's also weird because it's like, who the fuck did this vendor think that he got? Like, he has no idea, nor will he remember this. But, you know, God bless Mike Rizzo. Like, he got that guy out of there. That Yeah, that's true. I hadn't really thought about what what got him out of there. But he was, um, you know, luckily, um, he was out. And just about the time that maybe we saw Dave Martinez coming down the, the concourse. Um, but before that, I guess, uh, like, kind of right before that, I guess, um, you know, some people left, um, and some space opened up. So we kind of got closer back to like, kind of like the catbird seat. And, yep. um, the only, like the two other people that were there, I kind of even lost track of Nat's kid at that point, but I assume Nat's yeah, I, kid I don't know if he left or what, but yeah, yeah, yeah he might it not have been like there. it was just us and those two people. Yeah. So there was two people. And I think they were the people that you referenced, um, previously cause they were there in the night before it was like a younger yep. guy and like maybe his mom or something like an, an older lady. And she was actually talking to us and she actually, uh, I think he, he did say, he did say it was his mom. I think I heard him at one point. Okay. Yeah. And the, yep. uh, the lady was talking to us and she's like, yeah, you know, uh, whatever, like this and that. And she, she said that that was Dave Martinez's grandson. Um, okay. which okay. makes more sense because the, the, cause what Dave Martinez is what? 60 something years old. Yeah. He's, he's like 59, 60 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. 59. It looks like, so I don't know. I mean, I, that's kind of weird. I, I guess he's, he's old enough to be a grandfather, but like, um, but I don't know. We don't know. Actually, the fact that he's 59 right. makes me think that maybe that is his kid, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but the kid was like one years old or something. So maybe not, but anyways, um, so they were saying like, yeah, he's been with his little kid the whole time, but maybe he'll sign today. And, you know, we were like, hopefully. And the one guy, the, the guy, the son was like, well, and when we say son, this guy was like in his like late twenties, I would say he was right, like, right. Yeah. He was older. Um, uh, but, um, he's like, yeah, I really want K bear. Like, you know, he hasn't come out yet. And he had a K bear Ruiz Jersey. And so he, um, so K bear does come out, but, I will say this. There was a Nats, like, kind of, like, traveling secretary guy, like, team security guy who was hanging around. And he wasn't really much of a factor the first two nights. But he was definitely standing right as the players came out and telling them to all to go to the third bus. So he was yep. directing them all away from us and over to the bus. And part of me has to imagine that part of that was because of this drunk beer guy. Um, sure. they heard him yelling and shit and he's and the, the guy's is like hey i'm just trying to protect my players and keep them away from this fucking guy so um the guy was still the drunk the, the beer guy was still there at this point i think um but k bear ruiz comes out and this guy calls for him and k bear like turns and takes like a step towards him basically and like looks like he's gonna sign for him and then, like, the, the like Nat's employee guy kind of says something to him. And then K-Bear, like, kind of just 
shrugs and turns around and goes to the bus. Yeah, and then the 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 son with the K Bear Ruiz jersey was was kind of nonplussed, and he looked at us and he's like, "Yeah, did you guys see that? Like he turned around, like he was gonna come towards me, and then that guy told him to go back yeah. to the bus." Yeah. Um, I felt bad for him. I mean, I felt bad for us too because like we definitely could have got him. Um, yeah. so we all kind of got jobbed, and th- those were they they were nice people. Those two people like they they weren't really doing anything wrong. Um, yeah. and it's but it's like yeah, man, like. This guy totally got jobbed out of a K Bear Ruiz autograph, and in turn, us too. Yeah, probably because of this fucking vendor guy, but you know, definitely because because he was told to go back. So that was a that was disappointing right there. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was rough, and the the mom was like, "That's that's horrible. That's really that really stinks. <laughs> like that's really unfortunate." And we were kind of like, "Well, you know, it's because of this this guy. Like, I think that this guy like kind of scared everyone away." So. You know, um, so that was um, that was rough. But then, but then, they, yeah, by fate or whatever, the the card gods smiled down upon us. The the beer guy trailed off, went away, and Dave Martinez comes out. And so at this point now, actually, there was one other guy there. <laughs> we forgot there was um, a, a grapher, like a, a gray haired, like seasoned grapher there. And so it was basically, I don't know if the mother and son were still there. Were they still there at this when Dave Martinez oh, came out? Oh shit! I I I was so laser focused on Davey at this yeah. point that I I can't I couldn't tell you. Same same. So we ended up we going to the catbird seat and and Martinez is coming out and there's one guy to my left, an older guy, and he's he's carrying some stuff with him. I didn't really quite make what it was, but Dave Martinez comes out and I think we called for Dave Martinez, but I think this guy also called for him maybe. And he also, and so like Dave Martinez is like, he, he's coming over to us. So he's going to sign for us. And like, you know, I was trying to say like, Hey, thanks Davey. Like you're, you're a man of your word, whatever. Yeah. And before I could even say anything, this guy just goes like Davey Mexican or no, no. He goes, Davey, Puerto Rican coffee. I got Puerto Rican <laughs> coffee for you. And we're, we're, I'm like, what? And like, we all look and like Martinez comes over and he's like, what? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, my wife just got back from there. And she brought it back for you. Like, so here you go. Puerto Rican coffee. And Martinez. <laughs> I've like, forgotten about this, man. Yes, yes, yes. And Martinez, like, kind of didn't know what to make of it. And he's like, uh, uh yeah, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. And, like, he handed it to him. And he's kind of looking at it's two packages. And Martin, and the guy goes like, yeah, that one on top, that's a new one. I've never seen that one before. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'll try it. I'll try it. And, and basically while this is happening, Dave Martinez is signing for us. And I yep. wanted to say something to him. I wanted I, I have a distinct memory of like watching a late night Dodgers game from like 1988 and like Dave Martinez was leading off and and I you know it was too late. Those games started at like nine o'clock local time and it was I had like school the next day. so like my mom like recorded it for me and I remember watching it the next day and I, I wanted to kind of tell him like this memory. but this fucking guy was like, like fucking head like conversation headlocking him about this fucking Puerto Rican coffee. And, um, <laughs> you know, and so I, I didn't have a chance to even say anything to him. Um, and they're just fucking kibitzing about this, this coffee. And, uh, yeah. And so like, I, I was even going to make a joke and I was going to say like, well, shoot, I don't have anything. I don't have any coffee for you, Davey. Sorry. But like, yeah. I couldn't even get that joke in. And like, I was, I was a little, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I was glad to get Davey, but like, I was a little annoyed that this guy fucking monopolized the whole conversation. 
So yeah, I, I was trying to like figure out what was going on. We were getting his autograph, but for some reason he was saying like Davey was saying like, "Oh, thank you so much, thank you." And I thought he was like thanking us for getting his autograph, but no, I think he was just trying to like say thank you to this guy for like giving him the Puerto Rican coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like this guy was just like talking his ear off about this fucking coffee. Um, yeah. Also, also Davey Martinez probably threw that shit away like the second he you know. He, he went went into the bus like they he probably can't even bring bring that on the plane you know so. yeah i mean i wouldn't have wanted to you know of all the things it's like of all the you know interactions with these people and like coming over there when you don't need to and there's just a little barricade in between you know the, the one thing you could easily do is not take food from someone so like yes i don't know i mean like you know who knows i, I don't know i don't know puerto rican coffee to be like that fancy but i'm not a coffee drinker like you know it's not like colombian like i think colombian is like the like you know big coffee situations so i i don't i don't know it was just weird um and like i had two cards for martinez because i figured at this point i was gonna i was gonna go all out because he kind of promised us so i brought two yeah. cards and i was gonna ask him hey could you sign both but this guy was like talking so i'm like just just get the one auto and just just get out that's like what my inner voice was saying so i did that but you know i maybe could have got him to sign both cards if this guy wasn't talking about the the puerto rican coffee well hey man i said that we had to work for that autograph and we did and we yeah. got it yeah we got it most definitely yeah so i got him on uh i got him on his rookie card it's a 1987 tops traded with the cubs so i more so than like the other card i got was uh a tops now of him holding the world series trophy after the nats won the the championship which would have been cool to get, but uh, I really wanted him on a Cubs card, so I got him on on that, and I was I was happy with that. Yeah, I got him on a 1990 Expos card, uh, which also looks good. Uh, it looks it looks great. He gave us he gave us good autographs, so um, you know it was a it was a it was a plus. Uh, yeah. Last thing we went we went over the Cubs bus just for the hell of it. Uh, I don't think there was anybody really left, uh, but we ran into this. Uh, there was nobody there, and so we kind of we kind of backed up across the street because they didn't want us to stand there anyway. Um, and th this girl like comes out of the shadows <laughs> and starts talking to us. And she was like a grapher too. Um, we'd never seen her before. At least I, I had never seen her before, but, um, you know, she just starts talking to us about stuff. She was waiting for Nico Horner and then she had, she had some extra bobbleheads. And so she, she asked us, she's like, do you guys want one of these bobbleheads? And so you, you said yes. Cause it, it had been a bobblehead night. Uh, but when we both got this impression, we got the impression that she was just going to give it to you, Yeah. but eventually it, it became a transaction. I think you paid what? 20 bucks for it. Yeah. She was like, um, she's like, do you want one of these? Are you guys, you know, are you guys wanting one of these bobbleheads or something? And I was like, well, yeah, I kind of did want one actually. And, and I did actually, cause I was maybe going to go to this game. Uh, so I was like, well, that'll be cool to get this bobblehead. It's an Ernie Banks, like statue bobblehead, like his statue outside of Wrigley field. So it kind of looks like him. And it's, it's a cool-looking bobblehead. Um, and she's like, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, it was unclear. She just said, like, do you want one or something? And I was like, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, I do. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I didn't know what to say. Like, I probably should have just kept my mouth shut. I think I said something like, yeah, I don't know how much, you know, they, they would go for or something. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe like 30 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. And I wasn't gonna pay that much, and I, I actually did have twenty five dollars on me, but I'm like, I'm like, yeah, all I got's a twenty. And she's like, I could do that. She's like, I could do that. And I'm like, okay. And so we did. I she like sold me a bobblehead for twenty bucks, which 
Um, you know, I was like, I guess I didn't, I could have just not bought it, but I'm like, I did kind of want it. So, uh, and then I was thinking like, I could always like sell it for more than $20 if I, if I wanted to, but it was a weird, it just all went down really weird because it was like, yeah, cause exactly. You're right, Jack. It's like, it was, it's like, maybe we were gonna, maybe she wasn't going to charge us and then she did. So whatever. Well, it, when someone says like, do you want something? Yeah. You know, they, you could have just said, do you do you want to buy it from me? But like if, if they say, do you want something that seems like they're just saying that they'll give it to you if you say yes. So I don't think there's any blaming us that we thought that. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, So, yeah, Um, the only thing now is that like I'm like now I kind of like feel like I should get the whole set. <laughs> so now I've sure jo- driven myself into this this hole. But um, but it is a cool bobblehead I got on my desk right now. Um, So uh, so, yeah, it was uh it was funny. Um, and then like we, she made the joke of like, she didn't want to be standing there by herself because it was like kind of creepy. Cause like it is kind of dark over by the Cubs bus, like, uh, by the Cubs parking lot after everyone leaves. And like, you have to stand by the, um, firehouse. And so like, there was just like one little spotlight, like shining down, um, on us, uh, like a street light. And I was like saying like, yeah, you know, you don't want to be standing there by yourself under the street light. And then she's like, no, but I'll stay because you guys are here. And then we decided to call in a night. And she's like, well, if you guys leave, I have to leave too. And and so she yeah. did. But um, but yeah, so it was it was a, it was an odd end to the night. But um, we did pretty well for ourselves. Um, yeah. Daniel Moscos, um, who's like one of their like pitching qual- quality control guys, like game pitching game plan guy, whatever. He, we had been trying, I had been carrying a car to his around for a while. And like, I finally, we walked by him the night before, then they showed him on TV on Wednesday and I like made him like officially. And then sure enough, he came out and I like, I went and I got him, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think all told, um, oh yeah, I didn't, we didn't even mention this, but I got Joey Manessis, um, on Wednesday. I got a lot of guys that Jack didn't get, I guess I got Rizzo Manessis. Uh, I ended up getting Stone Finnegan. Garrett. Yeah, Stone Garrett. I, I didn't have Stone Garrett either. Um, we got Luis Garcia too. At we one did. Point. We did get Luis Garcia. Yep. That was on Tuesday night. I think that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, yep. Two Franzins and then Andy Green and yeah. So I ha- I'm holding a, a nice stack here from the whole series. Um, yeah, but, same uh, here, man. Just from that series alone, I think I got eight, and then we got two last night uh, as well. So um, yeah, it was a good week in total, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. If not like, uh, you know, busy, I was, I was feeling it today, Jack. I was like super tired and like just run down honestly from like a whole week of shit. So sure, man. Yeah. I I had to work today too. Yeah. And we didn't, uh, we didn't even, even talk about, uh, you know, big shorty, but that'll be an episode for the off season. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about, um, compiling, a special episode of of people who we haven't even gotten to um in these episodes because they're uh, this one obviously already two over two hours so um we're, we're gonna have to bring you some like yeah some supplemental deleted scenes or something like that of of, of deleted uh personalities i guess um, from, <laughs> yeah from and, and personalities that probably should be deleted too so yes. um okay cool yeah well let's wrap this one up though uh for rain delay theater i'm jack Sarkowski. and i'm jeremy dionisio We'll see you next time. Later.